to another episode of Turn of the Millennials. I'm Stephanie. I'm Lindy. And today we are talking about soundtracks. And we have it, not one, but three guest hosts with us from the deep south of Texas. We have Randall, Bob, and Joseph from Formidable Opponents. How are you guys? Hey, what's hey, up? What's going great. on? Doing great. Happy to be here. Thank you. Awesome. So nice. You're so nice. Appreciate You're it. Welcome. Right? Ooh, so nice. Canadian, so nice. Um, so <laughs> sorry. We were actually on um the worst 90s music video episode on theirs. Um, yes, so if you haven't checked popular. it out, go on over and check it out. Check out the rest of them. They're pretty good. I listened to every episode because you guys are actually pretty funny. So Thank you're doing you. a good job. <laughs> Thank we you. appreciate it's it. More the alcohol. Very we have a lot of and we have a lot of we had a lot of fun doing that one with you. And that's why we're happy to be doing this one and hopefully exactly. uh, like we mentioned another one in the future so absolutely yeah. i get weird looks at work when i randomly crack up to your to like listen to your podcast <laughs> I'm glad I'm you be- like yeah i'm just listening to podcasts i'm good <laughs> <laughs> You must be laughing at Joseph's points. Yeah. I always make the same point. <laughs> I agree. That's always here. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I, agree. I agree. You're like, fuck it. I'm not going to argue. I agree. Fuck it. He's right. He's right. Mm-hmm. So like we said today, we're basically talking about um, soundtracks, um, specifically kind of in the 90s, 2000s era, like everything else on our podcast. Now, basically just a little kind of rough overview of kind of how soundtracks progressed over the years. So soundtracks actually started out in the silent film era when in-house pianists or orchestras would play to drown out the loud projectors and add to the movie experiences. Now, based on each movie theater, the music could obviously vary depending on the orchestra or the pianist. So you could almost get a different kind of feel for the movie, but they usually kind of were um, using popular tunes of the time. Uh, film distributors would also send their suggestions of what kind of uh, songs to play along with parts of the film. The first film with an original score soundtrack was King Kong. It should it would change movies as filmmakers got to set the pace of the films themselves instead of the in-house orchestras. So you got Jaws and Psycho, you know, ones that really kind of you hear that tone and you just you instantly know what it was from. Then the 50s and 60s changed the soundtracks. Artists actually got to make songs with lyrics referencing the movies. Um, you, with the theme songs, audience could listen to them and almost feel like they owned, like they could leave them feel like they owned a part of the movies after they left the cinema. Uh, the theme song was just kind of a memory they have. And as we all know, music kind of brings everybody together. So you hear the song and you just remember all of those whether it's the part from the movie it was in or the person you were with when you saw the movie, it sparks a specific emotion. Now, and for us, we're going into the peak 90s for original songs only found on movie soundtrack CDs. So sometimes an artist would make a song and they'd throw it on a soundtrack. But this is a peak where you saw artists creating songs specifically for soundtracks. From original scores came the compilation soundtracks where filmmakers would license music from artists to include them in their films. Artists have also been commissioned to compile the soundtracks, a la Elton John, Phil Collins, Lion King, all of those kind of things. Ben Reznor does right? that a lot now. Exactly. And that's, that's led the way to now. Techno um, metal, techno metal, Joseph. <laughs> and then in the 2000s, we also started to see kind of a little bit more in the 90s, actually, because I have this one right here, The Simpsons Sings the Blues, where TV shows would actually start to come out with soundtracks like the OC, One Tree Hill. So you started to get, a, so then even when you're watching your daily or your weekly shows, you could take that piece home with you and just resonate with everything. 
And yeah, that's basically the, the history of soundtracks <laughs> in a nutshell. So what are some of the, the soundtracks that you guys kind of specifically are to your hearts or remember? Open floor, guys. Open floor. All right. I'll talk, I'll talk, to, I'll talk about a few of mine. Um, I'm used to opening up uh, our show, so I guess I'll go first. He's, um, he, was, it, he was chomping at the bit. He seemed he was biting his lip and like... <laughs> Ready like, can I talk now? Can I talk? I had my hand <laughs> raised. You didn't see it. Uh, but a few points uh, talking about some uh, movie soundtracks. I think it has to be intentional in its cross-promotional purposes, meaning that we have to think of it as a tangential force. When we think of the movie, we immediately think of songs from the movie. I think it has to connect. It also has to propel at least a few songs to the mainstream or back onto the mainstream because we're talking about a few songs who were that which were popular in the 70s and the 80s and are coming back because of the 90s movie soundtrack it should take you back to a scene giving you that visual and lastly i think it has to speak and define a generation and i guess i'll move on to my honorable mentions and talk a little bit about mine one that i think the soundtrack heavily outweighed the movies i want to hear your opinions on this guys boomerang a lot of great love songs r&b pm dawn Boys to Men. It was way better than the movie. Uh, I also had The Lion King because Elton John pretty much dominated that. The Crow with Nine Inch Nails, The Cure, Rage Against the Machine. I almost went with that selection. Uh, Pulp Fiction, just wanted to shout it out. I think it helped bring forward the non-conventional music over violent and funny scenes, but the only real 90s song was Urge Overkill's cover of uh, Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon, Neil Diamond. Belly, which was a not a great movie, but had a great soundtrack. DMX, Jay-Z, Wu-Tang Clan, a gang star, train spotting. I love the grimy rock that represented the style of that movie. And then lastly, I chose Natural Born Killers. Just a great collection and all sorts of like souvenirs from the movie that you watch and remember when you rewatch the scenes. What do you guys got? Well, first, I mean, I, I want to just say that I, I think that not only is it the, the purpose of, you know, to move along the the scenes, they gotta have great you know situation going on. Uh, sometimes you know if the movie if the the movie sucks and the soundtrack's good, I mean it it can go back and forth. But if the movie's really great and the soundtrack sucks, it's you know it's the same thing. So, but also in the trailers too, and just and one that when you were when you were talking about what you were talking, I remembered uh, when we first saw the trailer to uh, the new Batman movie that's gonna come out, the the Batman, and uh, this teaser trailer that they were showing had uh, like this some. Um, I don't know this this different rendition of uh, Nirvana something in a way a more uh, orchestral um, type thing but you know kept it to the original with the lyrics and I thought it just was awesome and and not it wasn't just the movie uh, scenes that we were seeing in the trailer that I'm like okay I think I want to go watch that movie I mean I mean I'm a big Batman fan but that song worked perfectly. And I don't know if, you know, of course, the movie's not out yet, so we don't know if there's going to be any kind of soundtrack. I don't know if that movie, that song is even going to come out in the movie, but it was so perfect. And it just set up this awesome trailer. And this is a trailer, mm-hmm. not even the movie. So it's to to your point, like that's they got to work. I think they got And if they don't, it could be a mess. Because can you think of a movie that that had like a shit soundtrack? We've all everything that we oh yeah there yeah, we go go ahead Lindy go ahead Lindy go ahead go ahead Lindy go ahead. kiss from a roast <laughs> fuck don't yes, even talk about that I was just about to mention that don't even mention so it so good so good I don't think it's don't talk 90s, shit about Seal maybe late 80s <laughs> I can't remember what year watched it a couple nights ago Maximum Overdrive Maximum Overdrive oh, yeah. Emilio the whole Estevez whole thing is ACDC oh yeah oh that's an awesome <laughs> who made who yeah I love that I love that song. <laughs> 
And to your point about the like trailers, there was actually, I remember for Suicide Squad, there was a trailer that had the Halsey song Castle in it. And it was just a hard, like it was just showing the Harley Quinn part of it. And it was just, it made me want to see that movie so bad. I downloaded that song. Song wasn't on the soundtrack. And the movie ended up sucking and the soundtrack was better than the movie. Um, I like the movie, so, shut up. Uh, uh, I've liked the movie up until they got to that, you know, the CGI monster and all that shit. Then it are, kind are, of, you talk, are we talking about the old one or the new one? No, the new the one. Old one. Not the original the new one. one. The one oh, okay. The original one. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Go on. Batman Forever. Sucks. How could you talk bad about Seal and Batman Forever? Dude? I know, that soundtrack dude. Was there was awesome. a U two song on that. Yeah, that, that yes, was there the, was. That's like the best. Utah, Hold me, throw me, kiss me, kill me. Yep. Yeah, and it had Mazzy Star, and it had the Offspring, and it had Method Man, and it had the Flaming Lips. It was an awesome. It was, it was a great awesome soundtrack. soundtrack. Yeah, great movie I mean, too. Val, was, Val Kilmer got, was a crappy Batman, but you got me on the Flaming Lips. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about the Wedding Singer? Nobody mentioned the Wedding oh, Singer. So good. that had a great, okay. great soundtrack. It was all '80s music for the most part. I'm done to see the musical. There's it. There is a musical. I've seen that. Musical. I've seen the. I, I I was looking up the I've soundtrack playlist and I saw that. I listened to the soundtrack of the musical and it's freaking hilarious. Really? Yeah. Who's playing? Funny. Who's playing Adam Sandler's um, role? I I don't remember their names, but like basically, it's not Rob the Schneider. Music, they it? sound really good. <laughs> like they did it justice, I guess. Nice. That's cool. I didn't even know about that. But that's really cool. Because I have I have the copy of the Wedding Singer I have on DVD. It has like a special behind the scenes look at the making of the musical. So oh, cool. that's yeah. how I found out about it anyway. One that I want to talk about, or just I guess if this is like our honorable mentioning, I thought about some uh, like the other day and I was like, shit, maybe I should have went with that one. Like uh, Last Action Hero uh, had a pretty yeah. good soundtrack. Oh, that, 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 yes. Yeah. But like, uh, you know, I think... Uh, you know, there's a lot of good action scenes in that movie, and uh, specifically that ACDC song "Big Gun" I love uh, in song. the beginning. I I think it worked perfectly. Uh, the the opening song in the beginning of the movie, I believe, was an Alice in Chains song. Um, I think it was called "What the Hell Have I." Perfect. I thought about uh, Beavis and Butthead do America. It's a pretty yep. good soundtrack. Yes, it was. Yeah, uh, cool soundtrack. Yeah. Good. And uh, love and the roller varsity. coaster, the chili pepper. Yeah, lo- uh, yeah. exactly. Yes. Love roller coaster. Yes. Such an awesome song. So There's good. a good song by Ozzy. Uh, There's a bunch of good tracks on there. And I'm sorry and, to um, say it. They were going to Vegas for the sluts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm hoping to do some sluts myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I can I ask you guys a question? Maybe somebody could verify this. Somebody had told me that the Red Hot Chili Peppers "Soul to Squeeze" can't be found on any album other than the Coneheads. Is that true? Soul to Squeeze. Soul I'm that, not sure, but I know it comes out on that soundtrack. To me, that's true. to me, that's the that's their best song. That's and, a great song. Yeah. I actually thought you were gonna th- uh, you were gonna mention the Love Roller Coaster that song, the original that you're supposed to hear somebody getting killed it's or killed something in the, in the background. background. Yeah. yeah. Urban, legends. Urban legends. <laughs> yeah. And then I I don't know if you guys found this. Obviously, I'm pretty sure. But '90s, specifically late '90s horrors, or even just a lot of them, tend to have very lot of like grunge mm. and alternative based soundtracks like you had the craft you had disturbing yes. behavior queen of the damned you had the crow already lots of these just heavy hitters of really well, alternative brunch. queen of the dam i actually that's what i wanted to go with but the movie came out in 2000 i think or 2001 we're the really, millennials we can, we can okay, okay well okay, okay. <laughs> well, we're, we're flexible okay if we're case. flexible on that one in that case i completely changed my mouth <laughs> in that case um, i'm changing it to finding nemo <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that Queen of the Down sound, Queen of the Dam soundtrack is so awesome. It's it's like everything that I listened to in high school, and it's 
the the songs that are all in the film uh were sung by jonathan davis of corn because he's the one that put it together we talked about that uh, you mentioned it uh, uh in the beginning about how nowadays and we talked about you know now artists are actually sought out to put the soundtrack together and do the whole uh, musical score and mm-hmm. it's really cool so jonathan davis did this one uh, he sang all the songs because he had to be this singing voice because uh, Stuart Townsend cannot sing, I'm assuming. <laughs> uh, great movie, though. I love the movie. Yes. But he actually on the soundtrack, if you're not aware, uh, his his the record label that he was signed to or that the band was signed to didn't allow him to release those songs. So he actually had to get other musicians from uh, a lot of my other favorite bands like uh jay gordon from orgies uh, wayne static from static x so just, uh what's his name from disturb to do all the songs from the movie and it's a great soundtrack i mean i love that soundtrack i didn't i, I thought i couldn't use it so i didn't go but i'll just <laughs> but I'm, I'm happy to talk about it at least either way so <laughs> but Remember, yeah it's what was a better movie? that one's I, up there for me yeah, what was a better movie though interview or, or, or queen of the damn uh, interview 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 yeah, for yeah, me. Interview. even though i even though i love interview is fucking them, creepy interview too. Is great i think interview yeah. just had a like just a better storyline mm-hmm. yeah in my opinion yeah True. i got you i'm with that like, no offense to anyone who loved queen of the dam no 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 i i agree I, I i love queen of the dam but i i gotta admit it's it's uh interviews i mean come on i mean interviews the actors to yeah a young so claire danes playing a hundred year old vampire like uh come on no interview the vampire kirsten dunst my apologies claire Dance. my apology it's the kd uh, apparently oh it's because we're doing the romeo and juliet thing once yeah that's, that's it yeah and it's on the top of my list here too and i keep yeah. looking at it every time nobody me- nobody mentioned reality bites reality bites had a really okay. good soundtrack uh, dude, soundtrack there's a whole too. list here that we can still keep talking about oh, let's go imagine. i mean go for just, it we also freeform too so but i mean we'll get in we'll get in ours but what we were you going to say? Yeah. You, Randy was ready to go on that one. Yeah, go on. I, reality I, bites. You know, I, I wanted to go with Reality Bites, but I just don't think... Because um, when you think about it, and, and I'm kind of spoiling this here, there's a there's a couple of movies that really define Generation X. I'm the only Generation yeah. Xer on this panel. And you got to think Singles and Reality Bites. And yeah. Singles was my choice. So we'll get to that later, but it far exceeds Reality Bites. I thought Reality Bites was just a mix of like very, I don't know, coffee house and popular poppy music where I think singles really dug into like more contemporary uh, artists on the come up. That's why I, I didn't uh, put down Reality Bites. I thought the soundtrack is a little overrated. In my my Sharona's yeah. coffee house? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, old school, old school music too. They, they added a few old school clips. Yeah, it is true. It does define, like when you hear about like the Gen X generation, they always say like Reality Bites, the movie, the soundtrack, it just was a definition of that generation for sure. Right. By any chance, did any of y'all look? I, I, did I mention it earlier? Varsity Blues. No, but Varsity I remember it was a good Blues. soundtrack. Yeah, Varsity, yeah, here's the, the thing with that one: the, the the soundtrack in the in the movie is awesome. But if you ever like look, look, look at the one that was actually released, there's like twenty some songs, and they're all a bunch of like they're they're uh, they featured a lot of uh, there's some Stevie Ray Vaughan, which I don't remember hearing in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Texas. Basically, if you all watch that movie, that's how me and Bob grew up. I mean, it's an exact, exact portrayal. I was, I was gonna ask, <laughs> is it literally an exact portrayal? Of, of it's pretty fucking close, <laughs> you know. So, I so they used uh, some tech, I believe they used a lot of uh, Texas artists, and 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 um, you know, it's a it's a it's got a country vibe to it as well. Uh, some of the other songs, but I if I remember correctly when I looked at the list, uh, and I might have to pull it up, a lot of the great songs that we heard in the movie at you know, great points, the great scenes 
I didn't really see them like featured too much on that soundtrack. And it's, it's, it's weird. And I hate when movies do that. And when they put a great song in the movie and then they don't include it on yeah. a soundtrack yes, or something. It like happens that. so often. Empire Records is a really good example of that. Yes. Yeah. They have a lot of great music in that movie and like half of it's not even on the soundtrack. And it and pissed me off. Why release like, the album then? Right. That's, that's what's weird. Now on the other side, you had Days of Confused, which came out with their first one that had most of them. And then they ended up coming out with a second one to release and it's the rest of the music so people could enjoy the whole soundtrack, I guess that's For like sure. kind of the whole. I have both. All right, all right, all right. Actually, I think I lost <laughs> one of the discs. I get older, yeah. they stay the same age. <laughs> <laughs> which also is a movie me and Lindy so used to watch over and over again. He says it in Grind as well, which he totally stole from that. I fixed <laughs> it. I fixed my DVD. It doesn't skip anymore. Ooh. I got, watch watch it. I got to watch it in full. I used to have one of those old school, like, uh, it looked like a CD player that they that you can mm -hmm. buy. Mm -hmm. And uh, you'd squeeze some, like, liquid on it and roll that thing up <laughs> yeah. to, yeah. like, buff it out. And it worked. Yeah. It fixed, it, it fixed discs. Now we've also got um, Eight Mile. I know, we're, again, we're going to span into 2000s. That's cool. Eight yeah. Mile, if, again, kind of with the artists who create their own. Also, Eminem just created his own. And also kind of Hustle Flow was sort of in that, say, when the, the hip hop started to come into the forefront in the 2000s. You got a lot of those artists that were basically making, you know, their own soundtracks as well. Mom's, True. Mom's Spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> 50, Cent, 50, 50 Cent had, had his uh, movie yeah. also, and he had a really great. Oh yeah, that was it. actually a really good soundtrack. A lot of originals too. Like, Get Richard Die Trying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was a good soundtrack. I dug it. I right. 50, I played 50, it. Fifty Cent was all over the Eight Mile soundtrack too. Yeah, so, he, yeah, was, he, was, he was for sure. He was in a lot of movie yeah. soundtracks. Yeah. Which brings me back to another one from the '90s that I loved, which was also the Dangerous Minds. I don't know if Dangerous Minds. Gangsters Paradise was a hit. Huge hit. Julio. Gangster's Paradise. Yes. Oh, Dangerous Minds, right. I was thinking of that behavior one. Disturbing behavior? Disturbing behavior. That's what I was thinking of. Which I was going to say also about the 90s. Flagpole Cinema Harvey Danger was in like every 90s. Oh, yeah. For some yeah, reason. Disturbing behavior. <laughs> huge, huge one hit wonder. That was, right? I made it big. I'm looking. I'm looking at the Dangerous Mind soundtrack. Other than Gangsta's Paradise, I don't know any of these songs. <laughs> I didn't either. But at the time, they were great songs. I loved it. I don't remember it now. I have to listen to it again. You know, you know what? I loved it at the time. You know Amish what was Paradise a good. Paradise is great too. Yeah. Paradise. Love yes. Weird Al. Yeah. Yes. Love him. Jurassic you know, Park. You know what was another? Uh, if you watched that, yes. as far as like, uh, like I guess a hip hop uh, CD soundtrack. Uh, the soundtrack to Friday was actually really good too. There was a lot that of good, was a good music one. on that one. Yeah. I mean, it was Ice Cube, and so of course it's gonna have great music on. I yeah. think there's and then next Friday. I don't know what the soundtrack was, but it was I liked that movie as well. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I love the movie, they're, they're, but I didn't pay attention hilarious. to the soundtrack. <laughs> Space Jam, actually, which I have right here. Space Jam, you, you <laughs> gotta go with Space Jam. Space Jam, Jam. Space yeah. Jam's your. I love that you too. go out and do the CD shot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hunting, I, right? a CD shot. I have it downloaded like an iTunes, like an idiot. I have Fifty Four, which was an underrated <laughs> movie as well. And then okay. Hunchback of Notre Dame. For some was reason, 50, I still had these. Was 54 like Studio 54? Yes. Yeah. So it with, had Nev with. Campbell, Salma Hayek, Mike Myers, and uh, Ryan yeah. Felipe. Yeah. They, they had that, that, and yeah. they had this Philippi song, dude, yeah. if you could read my mind, with like the, it was Ultra Nate, Amber, and Jocelyn Enriquez. Such mm. a 90s, like so disco fancy. hit. That was a cool movie. I remember watching that. I yeah, it was so good. <laughs> yes. Which movie? 54. 54. Studio, yeah, 54 on Studio 54. Oh, about yeah. Studio 54? I don't think I watched that. Mike Myers, Sam Hayek, and Nev Campbell. And then Train Spotted was another one that also had like two multiple yeah. soundtracks as well. I remember I loved that. It, yeah. 
Bean's Body. Uh, the Chains American Body. Pie movies had really good soundtracks. Oh yeah, all yeah. the American yeah. Pie movies did, yeah. had great, great soundtracks. Yeah. Speaking Blink, of Blink One Eighty Two, actually in the movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> They're watching him on the computer, right? Yes. 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 The yes. oldest high school kid. Yes. <laughs> oh yes, I'm watching him on the internet back. Yeah, then. that was <laughs> awesome. On, on the webcam, across the internet without her permission. Yeah, right. that's well, not good. Oh, but <laughs> I mean, a, different a 90s... times, Lindy. Different times. Different times. Because <laughs> I'm sure the first time I saw it, I fucking laughed too. Yes. So <laughs> I can't say shit. I, can't. I'm looking. We were talking about this earlier. I'm looking at the American Pie soundtrack. I don't see "Laid by James," and you know that's like the theme. Oh song yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I don't see it on there. Is it not American yeah. Wedding? It's on. I think it's on the all of them. I think that that song's kind of been like the running. I, I know for yeah, sure it's on the American true. Wedding. That's true. It, yeah. uh, it came out at the end of part one when uh, I think his dad like sees him dancing for for Nadia when she's uh, away on the camera and he and the dad and oh, Jay, like, he walks away like doing this credits? in the hallway. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. that song comes yeah. out at the end there. Okay, uh, I don't know the soundtrack. But I think you know what else though. But I think there was some issues on that song. I, not like it, I think there was like. Uh, usage issues or or some legal issues that it was didn't too know, sexual. Because, it was too no, sexual. no, no. But yeah. I think I think like it was later used in an, in another um, movie, but or or one of the films, one of the like because like the spinoff films. But I think it was a cover. I think like a cover band did it. Uh, which I mean, how you got the the permission to do that? I don't know uh, if you couldn't use it. But yeah, I mean that that's that so that song is a, a central theme throughout the throughout that entire series. A great coming of age movie or movie series. Love those movies, oh, yeah. and it was They're a TV fantastic. show. But if I don't know if you ever had it, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer soundtrack back in there it was like the oh. it was prime like amazing nineties <laughs> the, the, the TV show or the TV yeah. show Love or the movie? It. Love it. The TV show had a soundtrack, and it was so good. Me and my friend, I remember grade nine, would listen to it all the time. It was so good. Well, I'm Randon so just mentioned that in the Halloween one, the the movie. I'm sure the movie yes. had a similar soundtrack, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, I love. I movie. think so. I think so. You didn't I'm mention so David Arquette came out in that movie as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. That's a right. That was a yeah, Pee Wee Herman too. Yeah. Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Thanks for that. Love that. Did um when did yeah Boogie Nights came out in the nineties right? It was a yeah, 90, soundtrack. 96, yeah, that one had yeah. a fucking soundtrack. Soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, great yeah. soundtrack of of big uh, bright seventies music. But <laughs> I mean that's the thing with a cool movie like okay it doesn't matter. I mean yeah we're kind of like keeping it uh movies from the 90s and, and the early 2000s, uh, the, the millennial type thing. But a lot of great movies had soundtracks that had like, uh, you know, music from prior decades, like yep. great, awesome soundtracks put together that could be uh, like- Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump, yeah, exactly. Forrest Gump was two disc CD. I used yes. to have that bitch. Yep, two disc CD. You had it on yes. CD or you had DVD or you had it on cassette? A nice no, 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 I had it on CD. Yes. It was two a nice CDs. Tale. A nice tell. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Can you tell me? I've never looked at that one, but obviously we know the movie is a great, uh, has a great soundtrack. Is are all the songs in the movie? Do they come out in the on this on the actual soundtrack CD? As far as I know, I don't recall ever hearing a song on the movie that I haven't heard on the soundtrack. I remember seeing that, and a lot of people kind of being pissed that it was like, oh, it's like modern music. Right. And I was like, no, it's cool. It works because We Will Rock You by Queen is in it. Done by Robbie Williams but, too, also. But um, I think in the movie, it's not like it's only like a really very small snippet of the song. Yeah, the beginning. I don't even think there's dialogue. Like I don't even think they even say lyrics to it. They do. They do. They? The the, the, really the whole the I've beginning the beginning of the movie. They sing pretty much all the way up until the 
the I paid my dues part pretty much all the way because the crowd they end up showing a scene where like the the crowd is doing the t- boom yeah yeah <laughs> so they go all the way to that yeah. okay I'm gonna have to watch again I I, I have it so I'll just watch it again and then there was also um, my my girl and almost famous they also kind of used you know, older songs as well to kind of bring them back can, can uh, I ask you guys a question does that affect the 90s soundtrack though because we're talking about 90s as a decade if a movie like days and confused and night's tale my girl force gump goes back and takes movies from the 60s yeah. does that really count as a 90s soundtrack because they're picking up hits from the, they're not introducing well, us to anything new point, or sir. within the well, zeitgeist, here's within the zeitgeist the, you know here's That's the thing here's the thing as me and lindy have learned in fashion class as with everything it goes in cycles and everything recycles itself because yep. the people who it's are creators are now wanting to be nostalgia or to show their children what they did. So when we were in the 90s, if you think about it, 70s, flares, all of those things, the 70s TV shows now and then was 70s based. Like a lot of these 70s based stuff were what was big because our parents were wanting to nostalgia or show us what they were like. Now in the 2010s, 2020s, what are we seeing everywhere? We're seeing 90s coming back. We're seeing 2000s starting to come back again because our families, all of us are wanting to show our kids or we're getting nostalgic for the old stuff. Everything goes in cycles and recycles and new way, like they recycle, but then they become new in a different way. Yeah. Uh, um, to piggyback on that, it's it's not just '90s soundtracks; it's '90s movie soundtracks. So, yeah. technically, if it's a '90s movie and it ha- and its soundtrack is all '70s, great '70s music, I mean, it still like, falls into that category of '90s movie soundtrack. Yeah. Like my, at least for me, my one of my all-time favorite movie soundtracks has to be "Now and Then." It's uh, it, like talk about it. I just oh. Yeah. I, <laughs> the soundtrack the rg knock sugar, three sugar, times on the sugar, ceiling sugar if you was want my jam yes like sugar sugar was my fucking jam and i don't even know where my soundtrack is <laughs> Sign, see it, deliver, uh, I'm I, yours. I, I love the fact that y'all are busting out cds and all the only thing i have in my room is like bottles of whiskey and <laughs> a few books those Shit. are on the floor a... and if you can see my anaheim ducks uh stuff oh, right there you go I still have one of those uh, bookcases <laughs> around somewhere. I've, I've lost like three of those in my life, leaving them like uh, under my desk at, at school and high school and then them not being there when I go back. Yeah. So, but sadly, I've lost a lot of great CDs, but I still yeah. have one of those books. DVDs as well. Say- and they say drivers are distracted these days with their cell phones. Try finding a freaking CD to play while you're driving. Right. The thing I, I had the visor. I had the visor. We split it out. Nice. The thing that was cool about uh, well, now and then, um, I don't remember whether or not I, I uh, I'm trying to remember like when I saw it and I'm, you know, I'm not going to lie. I probably saw it because Christina Ricci was in it. Casper had come out. I had a huge crush on, on oh, Christina Ricci. Awesome. Still do. Still I, I do. Idolized um, I so, but for me, I mean, I saw her. Yeah, I mean, I know it was like, uh, um, you know, she was Wednesday. She did the two Adams Family movies uh, before Casper. But I think it was like Casper when I was, is probably when I was like, yeah, I'm like fixated <laughs> on this. <laughs> you know, so, I, and she, and then I, and then the cast of this movie, uh, it's just, a, I mean, a bunch of the, the, the four young actresses who, later go on and do great things the four established actresses yep. that were already in the movie that played the older themselves yep. this Gabby soundtrack Hoffman, yeah Rosie O'Donnell yeah. uh this sound of uh, Demi Moore playing uh yeah, Demi Moore was Melanie, Griffith. Yeah. Yeah. Melanie Griffith uh-huh. yeah. this soundtrack Ashley was a Field. a nice uh cool mix of the 60s and 70s because the movie takes place in the 70s right yeah nice so yeah. so uh, a summer in the set summer in the 70s this is a and well obviously the music 
before the generation before that is it uh it it has a an effect on the characters so it's a great mix of 60s and 70s if you look at the list of, of the songs on this one like you mentioned the uh, sugar sugar uh, knock three times if i want you back i mean everybody loves little michael uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> uh the monkeys daydream believer that, yeah. oh, such an yes. awesome freaking song yes, can't dude. Be out, um, can't be down <laughs> Uh, this is a you can a put song to sing you can do like talk. a commercial. This is uh -huh. like a, a straight up time life. Uh, you know the time life uh, collections collections. Yes. Uh, the yes. sounds of the '60s and sounds of the '70s. You know? Or if you wanted to put them together, it's a great mix of both of them. This is something that you'll see on late night. You know advertising tv you know and then they'll run through the list of the songs but yeah this, shipping and handling and you get another one for free these <laughs> these songs come out on those on those type of cds it's a great mix yes the movie it, you know it takes place in the 70s but that's kind of like what we talked about i don't think it has that that any huge bearing like like you asked randy i mean if, if you yeah you well, know I, I don't think so i think it's cool i think I mean, it's, awesome. it's, it's it's a nice palette cleanser but this soundtrack kind of reminds me of like when my dad was working on the car and he would ask me to hold the flashlight and he would be listening <laughs> yelling at you i'm trying to hear sugar sugar and oh, your heavy breathing is ruining the song yeah so that's what know. it reminded me of i i love this movie so much i quoted it in my grad quote in my yearbook in my grad in my senior year yearbook which part what was the quote? Um, it was the where um, Sam is at the grave for of Johnny and um, his dad comes up, Crazy Pete comes up and he tells her that things happen in life that you can't stop, but it's not a reason to shut out the world. There's a reason for the, there's a purpose for the good and for the bad. Great quote. Yeah. Great quote. I thought so. It's a quote that stuck with me since I saw it when I was like 12. We didn't get that option. And then I, and I'm curious what I would have. I know used. why we didn't get that option. We had too many. Fuck yeah, we had... in our senior class, we put a rally, put it, put something stupid as a class code. I had the highest graduating quote. class in my school. I had like <laughs> a thousand kids in my graduating class. That's wow. awesome. We we had like four hundred, and we had somebody who was proud that they were number four hundred in our class. So that's just our graduating <laughs> class. I'm a W, so I waited like three fucking hours to get. It would have been. It, oh it my would, goodness. <laughs> it it would have been 127 people writing only God can judge me. Or <laughs> <laughs> Texas. Oh God. <laughs> That or or some stupid rhyming thing that I, I can't remember right now, and I don't want to probably don't want to try. Yeah, to think about no, it. you're just gonna make yourself cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some stu and or some stupid curly things like whatever the girls would do. <laughs> oh Please yeah, I'm sure. I don't know. I haven't looked at my yearbooks in a long time, seeing what those silly things are. Hey, speaking of which, you need to bring your yearbook over, Joseph. I need to look at that yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring it over. Let's talk about uh, 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 Stabby's pick, that Romeo and Juliet. That yes, pick. my pick was yeah. definitely Romeo and Juliet because I was actually watching it the other day and I was just like, I forgot A, how amazing the movie was. Very and true. B, how good the soundtrack was. It was like garbage. You had Everclear. You had, I think there was a Nine Inch Nails song. There was like, it was just such a great freaking soundtrack. And then the little, when the doves cry, that little Quentin Tarver kid in the, the choir, his voice is amazing. He's like a little 13 year old kid, I think, or 12 year old kid. And yeah, he sang like a damn angel. And then Young Hearts <laughs> Run Free and then Kissing You uh, when they're doing the the fish scene. Like that just. That's the that, best song on the soundtrack. Yeah, that's, that's a great so scene too. Right? You oh, watch that come scene. on. The garbage song. Garbage. down your spine. It's so. Nope. Good. Nobody it's mentioned a great Butthole scene Surfers in a great whatever. Butthole Surfers, yeah. whatever was the best song on that album. So good. Yeah. So that jo was 
Can, can I share a story? Joseph, I don't know if you remember this, but we were in my car one time and Love Fool came on and I didn't change it. And I'm like, hey, are you OK with these? Like, oh, I kind of like this song. I go, so do I. So I we're just not- you don't remember when you and I were cruising to Love Fool? Do not remember <laughs> this story at when all. When your hands so gently touch. Never imagine how I met your mother with I, I honestly, we I shared honestly- gum. 500 miles. Oh, so. So we have, I actually have a funny story about this one. Romeo and Juliet, our, our freshman year, our English teacher showed us this movie. And it just so happens that we shared a classroom with another teacher. Joseph probably knows him. It was, he was like super Christian and super like churchy. I don't want to use any other word, but churchy's kind of seems like the right word. Very religious. He, he happened to walk in right when they were like doing their pillow talk and rolling around in their bed. You know, nobody's <laughs> yep. naked or anything. And he fucking lost his shit. And he was like, oh my God, and this is inappropriate. These are just children. And how could they be? She's like, they're not showing anything. But that was my big <laughs> moment with this movie. Like, I was like, what the hell? That's not even, and everybody in the classroom was like, not even showing anything. You should see the type of crap we watch on the weekends. Well, and not only that, yeah, Romeo like, and Juliet are supposed a... to be 13 years old. So you would have been roughly in that age group anyways. You were just watching your exactly. kids on TV. Yeah. Exactly. It's, not like, it's not like they exactly. watched the original old school one because that old school one is, you know. <laughs> Next time not. I, you know, I, go ahead. No, I, I had a bias going into this one because the disco songs like Young Hearts Run Free mm-hmm. and others kind of put you in a trance for things like meditation, naps, and intravenous struggle use you know i mean it was it was a, good, a lot of mtv two three o'clock in the morning friday night songs <laughs> i i i Just remember you paul know, rudd looking beautiful and he still looks exactly uh, paul rudd dude he has I, to be a fucking vampire the right? astronaut what was he, he was an astronaut right yes an <laughs> or something astronaut like that. He astronaut. does this like cheesy I, um, dance to her yeah right? he's doing like a cheesy <laughs> word dance and she's kind of like laughing at him staring at leo i remember yeah. uh, i i wrote down um i mean first like like we mentioned this it's a it's a great movie. It, it really is. Uh, it's a great story that we all know. You know, tell the tell as old as time, song as old as rhyme. We, we all know it. Uh, that that's he, your senior quote, Joseph. Uh, that's your senior quote. That's my that's my senior quote. Uh, it, and like we've mentioned, I mean, an awesome cast of people. We Leo, Claire Danes, Liguizamo, uh, Paul Rudd with his small little uh, yeah, not that too big of a role, but I mean, he's in there. I think uh, Jamie Kennedy's in this movie. I mean, yes, uh, I can't, I'm trying to remember voice. everybody that came out in this movie. Uh, the guy who plays uh, Mercutio is later. Huge in, mix like, of, lost in that. yeah, a huge lost. mix of uh, yep. the the guy who, play, yeah, uh, uh, he was in um, Matrix. He was in Matrix. Mercutio. I can't remember oh, yeah. his name. Yeah. He was in yeah. Matrix. Harold Perenno. Yes, that's it. Harold I, I want to say his daughter is is the the main detective girl on The Prodigal Son. You ever see that on Fox? That's his oh, no, daughter, yeah. the one that's like kind of like the love and never mind. Well, crazy. Anyway, I mean, but 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 as far as the soundtrack, like number one crush by garbage. Yeah. Yes. Shirley Manson, the 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 goth Courtney Love, I guess if you want to call it. Like yeah. I think she's ten times better than Courtney Love. Absolutely. But that song. She was the goth Courtney Love. What would the movie called <laughs> Courtney Love? I, like, I don't know how I don't know how to trashy, describe Shirley Manson. Heroin. No, no, no. I mean, it's hard to describe her, but, but great musician, great voice. <laughs> This this song, the lyric, I mean that opening song. It's that I don't remember if it came out in the film, but it's it's the number one song yeah. on the sound. I mean the first song on the soundtrack. It was oh. probably the biggest one of the soundtrack. The lyrics are perfect. They go exactly with what the theme is of the of the movie. You know this this undying love between the two characters. But the soundtrack in itself, it was it was actually really cool. And and, and Randy mentioned it too. He didn't really know too many of the, the the artists. Specifically, I I only knew five. Which yeah. was uh, 
uh, garbage, um, Everclear, Everclear, the butthole surfers and and Radiohead. Radiohead. We're bearing Radiohead. Radio, the Radiohead song is yeah. awesome too. I forgot about that one. It's a it's it's a <laughs> it's a whatever, nice their, their song whatever's badass on that album. It's a nice I little little mix of like when yes, I was dude, when I'm I first when I first got into the soundtrack I I was like this is the stuff we hear at like the shady like underground vampire club that, that like that people go to at like in the Blade movies. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna go die, and this is gonna, gonna, gonna be the werewolf, the, the werewolf bar club in uh, American Werewolf in Paris. Yeah, like like it's 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 cool. Like when I was listening to it, like specifically with the first song, I was like, this is like the stuff that you hear like at a it's a it's a half club half fashion show type thing going on oh. in the nineties. Yeah, and it was it and it, it's cool. Like it, so it mixed you know a, a weird little vibe of like music like that that club mix style, and the songs like loveful which is like yeah kind of the it's the flag bearer song of it's not even the best five song fifth best song in, in the soundtrack yeah. it's the flag bearer song it's the song we all know yeah 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 and i think my, it's because my, of pop-up video that's why because they play that shit on pop-up video oh, oh so much video so good so yeah. good love that show don't the, the thing with the only 25 my, years actually for yeah. pop-up video i saw that the other day 25 wow. years jeez how, how old are we with the soundtrack was uh <laughs> was the Everclear song. I thought it was just, I thought it was, it's, song. it stuck out. It's a good song. Yeah. But it's like, why is this song on this? Sound? It just didn't feel like it belonged on this, this soundtrack, you know, a type of one of these things is not like the other type situation, <laughs> you know? And, and so it ends up fitting in the movie when you do watch it again, though. That's the thing is a lot okay. of the songs end up being picked kind of, and that's what I found too. Is like all the songs almost fit with the movie that you're and like, I try okay, and I, I, I did try it. to go back and, and rewatch the scenes and, and make, and for every part of the, you know these songs came out and specifically uh, like i said that that uh that uh radiohead song uh yeah. when they show leo on the beach I, that yes that little opening little guitar uh yep it was so good oh yeah so good he's, all the, he's all depressed right at the beginning he's of the movie. all sultry or something yes 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 yeah. brooding so like batman whatnot yeah. you know? <laughs> as only a young leo could do <laughs> so beautiful Right, I actually had a poster <laughs> of him hurting. from this movie. I loved him so much during Is it this that movie. one where he's like screaming on the soundtrack, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got the he's got the shirt on, and it's like half done up, but it was like half undone, so it was like ooh, almost but not quite. <laughs> I was like a twelve year old girl. Come on, come on. That was that was ra- that was like racy. <laughs> All right, I've got like a whole bunch listed here. Um, so not another teen movie i don't know if you remember that it was a bunch of like 80s movies like 80s covers basically because it was making fun of all of the 80s teen movies right. the only thing i remember from that movie is like it's not a sunday it's banana split <laughs> which is <laughs> future well, captain america yeah i know that's captain america that was america's ass <laughs> right ringwald, molly ringwald calling out his ass at the airport Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's a he's a fucking liar. That is a good soundtrack. Freddie Prince Jr. Yep. Yeah. I'm, there was messed. I melt with you. Like it was. Yeah. It was definitely a lot of '80s like remakes from like kind of punk rock. Actually, Live, uh, yeah. And then oh, Will Smith actually did. I noticed when I was going through quite a few. So we had Wild Wild West. We had Men in Black, and he had The Nightmare on My Street. Oh no! Yeah. Well, I mean, we, I don't think <laughs> we should talk about Will Smith today. I think he's taking enough punishment this week. So, right? No, I love Will Smith. Let, I, let him. Let I him loved be. all of those songs. Actually, I loved Wild Wild West. I loved the Men in Black songs. They were like, I loved them. A little jazz. Men, Men in Black Dancing was a good song. Alien. Wild Wild West is a little yeah. man, for me. Yeah, Men, yeah. Like, if I'm gonna listen to a, a Will Smith soundtrack song, it's gonna be 
Men in Black. Men in Black. Yeah, you know well, we got Cisco you know in dance? that one. Come yeah. on, you know the dance. You know the dance. Don't lie. <laughs> with the alien? Was it just Mickey bounce with me? Just bounce with that. I remember. Just of course, I remember that. Take a walk with me. Just walk with me. Make your neck work. And now freeze. Now freeze. Yep. South Park. Do you remember when they had theirs? The bigger uncut. Blame Canada. Oh yeah, Blake yeah, Canada, yeah, Blake South Canada, Park, yeah, of course. What was Ryan Boitano do? Blame Canada, yes. Blame Canada. It was a funny soundtrack. Robin Williams doing the the song at, at, at the, the Oscars. Oscars? Yeah. Yes, that was hilarious. Oh, that was great. <laughs> oh, Robin Williams. Oh, he was so good. I'm trying to think of any of his other movies might have had some decent soundtracks. I think Patch Adams actually didn't have too bad of a soundtrack. Like Goodwill Hunting was just all mood music. Yeah, yeah. Good, a lot of. Uh, it's not no, your fault. I've never seen hey, that. It's not your fault. Never seen really? Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> never seen Goodwill Hunting. Good you gotta watch it. It's it's a good movie. Applesauce, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it's a good movie. Like and 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 not not like a, oh I can't believe you haven't seen it. It's a good movie. Way it um, it really I'm is waiting, a good movie. I wait. I'm hoping it comes on Netflix because it's not. Now, Elliot oh, Smith has a lot of songs on it. Elliot Smith. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's on any other uh, streaming services, but I love Matt Damon, so it's because so, it came out at a time where I wasn't quite old enough to grasp the concept of Will, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I um, agree. And by the time I was old enough, it was kind of like that uh, was a few years ago. You're like, yeah. you're like a fucking math movie. I don't want to watch <laughs> that shit. <laughs> you're gonna use my no, brain? What the shit? Yeah, but now I have to pay attention to this shit. I'm out. I'm out. I have a thirst for knowledge. Now I find it fascinating, and I want to watch it. But it is no actually it's a really it's great extremely movie. good it's it extremely is extremely good i definitely will watch it when i have an opportunity good. and not and that and not just again like not just saying it because of the cast and and it really is it's a good story it really is because sometimes yeah. a, ca- a cast can be in a movie and then the movie just sucks we all know that we've seen that well, but this is well, actually like, really good well for, for my pick i have can't hardly wait and it had like it was an amazing oh. hilarious movie yeah. oh, had, so one good. of the greatest young cast <laughs> Of all time, ninety-two percent, yo. <laughs> Ethan Embry, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Seth Green, Lauren Ambrose, who who is from Six Feet Under, which was one yeah. of my favorite TV shows on, on HBO. Had Peter Fascinelli, Jamie Presley, Sean Patrick Thomas, Melissa Joan uh, Hart makes an appearance. Yeah, Melissa Joan Hart, Jason Segel, Duvall, yeah, Jason Segel, Jason Segel, yeah, yeah, the, the watermelon water guy, Freddie Rodriguez, Jason Jerry Segel, O'Connell, the stoner. Yeah. It's like people tall, before we even shirts. knew who they were, like Jerry O'Connell as the I didn't know what he was doing at the time. At the time, I was like, Breckin Meyer. Yeah, Breckin Meyer was in it too. Donald Faison. Oh, yeah, I love the Breckin Meyer shit because the band that never played. It's our first live performance. Don't screw it up. I loved it. And then the soundtrack followed suit. It had Third Eye Blind, Graduate, had Smack Mouth. Blink 182, damn it, Busta Rhymes, Run DMC, Tricky, yep. Feeder High, which should have been our senior yeah. song, speaking of high school. Uh, Guns N' Roses, Paradise City, which is a fucking epic moment in yeah. that movie. Yes. It's like, I know this song. This guy used to tutor in math. I can't feel my it. legs. Yes, that was, it had a ton. Of, it really did have a ton, a ton of hits. I, and it was all like, it's like the soundtrack from my high school right there. So it's my favorite movie and like great soundtrack, great cast, great movie, great soundtrack. You know, I would argue against that one. I, I was looking at the soundtrack and I don't know if this is the Mandela effect, but I thought the Third Eye Blind song on the soundtrack was How's It Gonna Be? But it's Graduate. And mm-hmm. I thought Romeo and Juliet from uh, Dire Straits was on the soundtrack. It's not on the soundtrack. 
but it's in the movie. Yeah, right? it's in the movie, but it's, it's, and it's in a great scene too. Yeah. yeah, the same yeah. case of you know in the movie versus not on the soundtrack. Yeah, that sucks because yeah, it's. I, hate, a, I, I mean, it's a great that. song. Well, because Romeo and Juliet was on the Empire Records soundtrack. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. But there was That's a, a good soundtrack. That one, that the was, thing I like about yeah. when I when I think about this movie and I think about uh, this soundtrack, this is more of the the movie and soundtrack for like uh, no offense, Randy. Uh, the four of us other, other than I'm randy because no 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 it was, i'm just kidding i'm just no no no. i know you do but but like this I, I this is like this movie you. came out oh hell yeah i do too <laughs> yeah um, that she was our leo she's closer to uh, my Lydia age than she is to yours <laughs> i really don't I love shit. <laughs> she's you know, a cougar this what was cool about this soundtrack is it was like the nice little like this was the 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 later 90s into the 2000s so we had a lot of the like the you know, like the third eye blind, the blink 182 yep. and we, and, and the Buster yeah. rhymes, you know, the we Buster started rhymes that, that night, yeah. night, night writers soundtrack, that little turn yes, up, fired up. Yeah. when they introduced Kenny, like I thought that was awesome. Seth Green's character. I think all the songs fit perfectly in the movie, like where they yeah. were, it made the scene, uh, made the scene better. And of you course, the, the guns and, and you call Barry Manilow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. Oh, you man. tell you tell him how you feel. <laughs> hey, Fuck Scott Jenna Bale. Elfman came and fucked it all up. Yeah, yeah. God damn it, Jenna Elfman. She she ruined God the fucking it, movie. Dharma. She's like, this is what we have to look God forward to in our Dharma. future, right? Damn stripper uh, angels. What was uh, <laughs> the 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 foreign exchange student kid? Would you like to touch? Would you like to touch? I love that because he's like uh, uh, Preston's giving, like you know, giving him his whole spiel, his whole speech. He's like, "What do you think? I am a sex machine." I love that part. (laughs) He's sitting with his feet in the jacuzzi. This is a real great great sound. This this is a soundtrack that you can like. I think like uh, is like I think burn CDs were were a thing at the time. This movie. So this is kind of like the the mix that we make. I appreciate all the burn CDs you made. Yeah, this is this is the mix that we that we make for the parties. It has everything that this is the song. This this, the stuff that we put on at at our uh, you know what was it like. 99 so our our our, high, our freshman you know party if we had one or something like that it's perfect but the bigger question is is mike dexter a god or is he a role model? <laughs> mike dexter is an <laughs> asshole <laughs> um, he's now a doctor and a vampire yeah he's a vampire he did really well for himself a sparkly no vampire nonetheless this, this was <laughs> i think the only thing off of this see because randy this is a it's a 90s movie, yes. Uh, yeah. And but like we had like the songs like uh, well, it didn't come out in the soundtrack, like you mentioned, Romeo and Juliet. What is it? Uh, what was that? Uh, it was Dire Straits. Bruce Dire Straits, great yeah. song. Uh, but we got tricky. It's tricky, which yeah. wasn't was. Yeah, tricky. Randy, did tricky come tricky, out in the 90s? Yeah, or the 80s. Uh, 80s. 80s. So, yeah. yeah, I think 87. So yeah. well, of course, but it's but it's but it fit the scene because you yes. know Seth Green's like trying to figure out how to have sex in the restroom while he's by himself, <laughs> like preparing. <laughs> <laughs> looks like he's he looks like he's auditioning for soul train right <laughs> standing in the mirror i just i think the rap songs are like the type of rap songs a guy who drives like a lime green jeep with a visor would blast i'm not crazy about the rap songs on this soundtrack dude it bust the rhymes turn it up fire it up was uh, badass so good I, I got, so good i, love I got something one. to say though i got something to say about this one where this soundtrack suffers as much as we love it Goes back to the the to what we've talked about. Great songs in a movie that didn't come out on the soundtrack. Where yeah. is Six Feet Under? Why isn't it on the soundtrack? The pivotal scene with Jennifer Love Hewitt where she walks in. It's like a huge scene when Jennifer oh, Love yeah. Hewitt walks into the party. Oh yes, and, yes. Uh, when they, and they pause and they give her a little. Everything like a little pauses. You know, bio. they do her whole bio exactly. Like, but the whole party stops. Uh. 
and it's a great song. Nobody cares plays. about the song, Joseph. We're staring at Jennifer Love I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> don't I, move I, until she's done. Yeah, <laughs> song. I, I am too, but like, it's a great song. Why is it in on the soundtrack? I mean, there must yeah. have been some like legal issues or something. I don't know. Well, that's exactly it. Sometimes it's some of the licensing problems for like putting it onto the soundtrack versus yeah. having it in a movie. Or is it also sometimes in the movie you have a case of ask for or ask for forgiveness, not for permission in a movie versus on the soundtrack, you kind of actually have to have a license. Yeah. Or maybe they're like, look, maybe they come back and they're like, well, look, we let you use it in the movie. Like you're not going to make more money off of us. Yeah, but, like, exactly. Yeah. I mean, so. Axl Rose is is not, notably possessive of his song. So the fact that Paradise City's on here is a shock. Yeah, I mean, Naps- but look how late it, look how late the movie came out though. He needed the fucking money, obviously. And does Napster <laughs> ring a bell to any of us? Like yeah. Metallica, yeah. right yeah. there, didn't want thought that you know that would ruin music industry, and here we are. We're all downloading yeah. music now. <laughs> I want. I want to. I actually buy the music now. I do. I don't download anymore. Uh, I actually we buy. have jobs. We didn't I, have yeah. jobs at that point in time, Joseph. <laughs> we didn't have jobs. I actually just bought a CD today or an album today. Uh, one of my CDs. It's a CD favorite. Player. My one of my favorite bands released an album today from Canada, yeah. actually. Who? Who? Rush. Uh, there are bands because I can't. We can't. We can't do. We can't do a podcast without me mentioning a, a death metal band. So uh, <laughs> there are a band called Archspire. <laughs> Okay. Called what? Arch, Arch on fire? Arch, like from Arch, Arch badass, on fire? Arch Spire. A- Does it have R-C-H-S- an A at the end? S-P-I-R-E. Okay, nope, never heard of them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> can, I, can I ask well, you ladies? My something? fiance is a metalhead, so I thought maybe I would have. But Ask him. Tech death. Well, man. they're Canadian, Lindy, so now you can go and find them. Yeah, I will. I, I, ask ask them? I do wonder if the soft knows who they are. Go ahead, Randy. Can I ask you ladies? No, what do you, what are y'all's thoughts on Jennifer Love Hewitt in her like mid to late 90s run? I mean, because we're like huge fans, uh, at obviously. At the time, I got really sick of her. I had a love-hate with her. She it depended on her role. It depended on yeah. the role that she was I in. I did not like her in Party of Five. Oh, I, I loved her. That's the only funny. reason I watched that show. I didn't really like Party of Five, to be honest. I wasn't, but I Very also diverse. wasn't the age yet, I don't think. Yeah, it was a little I, bit of an older show, a little bit more. Yeah, a little older. Because I think I was like maybe nine or ten when that show was out. Mm-hmm. at the peak of it anyway but i i love her and i know what you did last summer i just watched yeah. it like a couple of times. yeah for sure we've on been VHS. watching that one yeah uh, we watched it on amazon prime for free there's a remake it's on prime now there's a tv show yeah i, I know really what you did last summer. that but I yeah i don't have, I that. I have, it, have it saved and there's a reboot of chucky as well too i started watching the first oh, episode yeah. of that with devin sawa i love i love no chucky but i mean just kick you. just kick the fucking doll man just kick the fucking doll Oh, I do but love Heartbreakers actually with Jennifer Love Hewitt. I yes, Heartbreakers was awesome with her and Sigourney Weaver. And Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis actually. Yeah, Zach Galifianakis. This is hilarious. I didn't know that until I watched it years later. And when I had cable, I did watch her Ghost Whisperer. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. That show was on for like 10 seasons. You never saw that family guy where he's like, how come all you ghosts keep coming to me? And they're like, I don't know, because you're. (laughs) (laughs) You think you're really nice. She was in two music videos, LFO's Girl on TV, and then the music video for Can't Get Enough of You, which was on the camera. And Enrique Iglesias. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can take my breath away. She could take his breath away. (laughs) (laughs) She's all fucking Enrique. Oh, and House (laughs) Arrest. Oh, I liked that movie. That was a good movie. Awesome Awesome movie. And the first movie I think I ever saw her was in Sister Act Two, Back in the Habit, where she was like, Oh, yeah, Sister Act Two. I love that. So, yes, I had a love hate. There were certain movies I loved her in, certain movies I didn't. Loved her in everything. (laughs) Let me ask ask you about my pick. I, 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 well, 
and and, and uh, Lindy will get we'll get into this too because I know you yes have talked also. about this one. Love uh, and now that and it sucks because like I mentioned earlier, I thought of others soundtracks uh, prior to this, and I was like, oh, I probably could have gone with that one, and we wouldn't have had this situation where we both had the same thing. But it's cool. I I, I want to hear your thoughts on it too. So the faculty, uh, decent movie. <laughs> Usher, Usher. You see her face, obviously. But but I did have but but here's the reason why I picked this one, and I I told the the guys I said I actually have have this CD. I still have it somewhere. I know I do. I bought this CD, and you know why I bought this CD? Because I freaking loved the cover of another brick in the wall. Yes, it was so awesome. Tom Morello, Lane Lane Staley doing the vocals for this uh this track with uh Tom Morello doing Mm. you know the I mean it was just this awesome super group and I couldn't download this song. I I probably couldn't find it somewhere so I got the soundtrack just so I can have this song and just and I ended up burning it you know and putting it on (laughs) on in whatever I had but so I had to actually buy it to do so but this soundtrack has a lot of um this is a lot of what is this like to uh we're getting into the to the not grunge but the more alternative i guess Mm -hmm. Uh, don't say grunge and then you're like oh creed was on the album too yeah you know it's like 90s 90s early 2000s so it's kind of grunge moving toward yeah alternative so so, so what do we i i actually liked the only one i'm I'm not too cool on was uh the helpless by degeneration which i know i've heard this in other movies um (laughs) you like you like sean mullins (laughs) i like a song for a song i don't give a shit about the artist i like a song for the song that's true and and so asylum saying school's out which is okay yeah and and here's what i and that's 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 kind of what that's kind of what i wanted to ask you guys about this soundtrack is that you know we see a lot of we see some covers i'm 18 by creed uh soul asylum i'm not ashamed to say i love that song i love that song obviously the another brick in the wall I mean, there's so there's some covers on this. What do we what do we feel about that? Like, I mean, you made a bad pick. You made a bad pick. To me, every song, every song on the soundtrack is like an ode to I hate my parents, my teachers and the fucking Gap Kid commercials. I'm sorry. <laughs> did, I say, did I say changes too? So I, I, perfect, I don't know if I mentioned the changes. It perfectly one. led into the emo movement of 2004. We're fine. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, can, can, I, can I share something? I was listening to this soundtrack while I was working and the I'm 18 cover by Creed came out. It fooled me. I didn't know it was Creed until I heard the way he pronounced the word down and he said, down, you know, or, <laughs> no, I was like, this is, I, I like was minimizing all my screens. I was like, who the fuck is this fucking Creed? Like, am I jamming out to a fucking Creed? Yeah, people problem? like staring into your cubicle, like, what the fuck, bro? What is going on, dude? Like, look, sacrifice. Look, 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 everybody, like, let's, let's be honest, okay? If this is an unpopular opinion, then I don't give a fuck. The first Creed I, album was good, yeah. wasn't it? Was it not? Agree, was the yeah. first Creed, agree, album, the Creed awesome. album was good? Was it, wasn't there a Creed song on Can't Hardly Wait when they introduced uh, a character? It was yeah, it was, was, was going to bring torn. my pick down, Randall. It was no, 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 no. It was torn. It was. I think <laughs> the name torn, of the song it was, was. It was. Uh, it was. An, it was. In but torn, it was no. from the first album. It was from yeah. the first album, though. Yeah, that was. It was the. Yeah, that song. Yeah, that's a great song. But that about, is a good album. You, you didn't mention Oasis' uh, "Stay Young" on this. I'm album. sorry. Yes, really, so, really yeah. fucking good. It's probably the best song off of this. A nice, awesome. Mi- I mean, "Stabbing Westward." I don't know if uh, y'all, if anybody, ever really got into "Stabbing Westward." Yeah, they were like the knockoff of. Uh, they were like Iris, uh, Google Dolls. The, yeah, which was also let's, on a soundtrack. Call them like a no, nine-inch no, nails. Google I mean, dolls. But Tom Tom Morello is like Chick-fil-A <laughs> sauce. You put him anywhere, it tastes good because he's, he's, 
he's a he's a great, great. he's a so he's you want to taste Samuro? is that what we're going <laughs> for? No. dude no, no, no. He, he's probably one of my top five like favorite guitarists stabbing stabbing in, westward's darkest days album is where i think they took off with that uh uh sometimes it hurts song which i don't know if it's been featured on any soundtracks but i don't know if you know that song sometimes it hurts by stabbing westward so to get so i i think the success of that maybe put them on this on this album but um yeah i mean it's that's that was a a thing that i was wondering about uh how you all were going to feel about this because they were there was there's a lot of covers but i think they sound good i think they really sound good i mean i know it's not it's it's like the new 90s or later 90s rock bands doing songs and you know from previous generations which kind of goes into what we've talked about like these movies that come out in the 90s that take place in the 70s or 60s and so the soundtracks are mostly those like how do we feel about that like you know i'm rocking actually my late 90s tommy hilfiger overalls like (laughs) legit they're great love them yes (laughs) complete with like full-on wide legs Yes, they're definitely 90s. They're, they're definitely coming back. 90s. They're coming found, back. Right, found yeah. it at a thrift store, and I was like, I know those are legit. I'm picking that shit up before that's, other kids nope, get that's them. hilarious. <laughs> I found some pictures from us from high school, and like all our shirts are like wearing like structure, or like t- like t-shirts that like yep. form fitting, and then our jeans are fucking baggy. It looks hilarious with like <laughs> and, the Doc Martin boots. Yep, and I was cool. actually watching uh, when I was watching the faculty again, actually during the Halloween season and everything. Everything in the movie, and then I looked back through my old planners, was Tommy Hilfiger. They were advertising yep. for Tommy Hilfiger at the time as well. Great cast, by yeah. the way. I, I, Which I learned actually, uh, Josh Hurt was filming this and H two O at the exact same time. I heard you all talking about him, and okay. he was everywhere at the time. Uh, yeah. yeah. What do you? I what, what, him in Pearl Harbor. What about you? Great fucking soundtrack. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Remember stuff when I lost it when DJ Casey stole it and I didn't have it. He gave it back to me like nine years fucking later. (laughs) What about you? How about you, Lindy? I know you had you had talked about this one as well. What did what did what were you? Yeah. Um, I just I just really liked the music of it because it because um growing up like I was a teeny bopper like pure fucking teeny bopper Hanson and Sync Moffitt's Britney like just fucking so as I was approaching like the end of the 90s I was turning like 15 16 17 I was getting more exposed to more alternative music through my sister because she was a huge fan of like Our Lady Peace I Mother Earth and she's tragically happy she loves the hip like fucking loves the hip and um so I got introduced to all that stuff so then my best friend and I Catherine in high school went to go see a movie that was sold out so this is why we saw the faculty because we're like well Josh Hartnett's in it it can't be that bad so we went to go see it and fucking loved it i loved the soundtrack because of what my sister was playing and what she introduced me to and i don't know i just i don't really mind covers as long as they're done well yeah and i think I and i, I think they were done pretty good i thought yeah. they were you know it's like randy said he, he didn't great. he didn't know it was creed doing uh i had no idea i, didn't either, I immediately shit off all my electronics <laughs> I, I went delete, restart I, restart control I washed, delete. I washed my dude, face dude, I, it's not nickelback that's true that is look at this photograph come on right you know what i liked it every time we do it makes us laugh oh wait is creed american (laughs) yes they are oh sorry but nickelback Nickelback. Nickelback isn't no they're canadian they're canadian yes yeah nickelback's canadian right i I did like it's over now but by nev a very 90s if it were any more 90s it would be jimmy world but it's another good song on the another great band nev campbell Nev. Nev oh, no. Just Nev. Just Nev. Just Nev. Just Nev. Neve. 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 Yeah. 
Another one in the late '90s was "Cruel Intentions," and the at the very oh, end, the yeah. bittersweet symphony that yes, I love that song. and oh, so good. That soundtrack actually was too too bad with her Coke crucifix. Yeah, there was Placebo, Fatboy Slim, Blur, Counting Crows, Marcy Playground. Yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah, it was yeah. a really great good soundtrack, really yeah. good yeah. movie too. Yeah. Right, crazy oh, movie, so high good. movie. So oh, good. I love how they made Sarah Michelle Gellar like this huge, huge bitch in that movie. She was, she did play the role like fucking perfectly. Oh yeah, she's awesome in that. Yeah, it she was amazing. freaking awesome. And then Ryan yeah, Felipe I still can't get over and that kiss, though. Ugh. Reese Witherspoon when they first met. Yeah. Look yeah. At oh yeah. And later, and then see, later divorced. Yeah, and now her daughter is like a fucking spitting splitting image, image of her. Oh my god. Exactly yeah. like exactly hardcore. Like so her, much like, like her. Identical. Can we talk about the best quintessential '90s movie soundtrack? Yes. Okay, we got to talk about that. singles because now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have an argument against it, so I want to hear your side let of the story me, before me, I get into it. This... I have that movie. I've never actually watched it. It's a great movie. <laughs> Heavily influenced. Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Chris Cornell, Mud Honey, Screaming Trees. A lot of Seattle-based artists like Jimi Hendrix and the Love Mongers, which was Anne and Nancy Wilson of Heart. It did something none of your none of the other soundtrack selections have done. It took the work of contemporary and at the time mostly underground artists and introduced them to the mainstream. Great pacing. I love the fact that there's a Mother Love Bone song on there. If you all know the history of Mother Love Bone and how uh, Andrew Wood, the lead singer, died tragically before the band could make a splash. Check it out. Uh, the soundtrack accompanies a generation-defining movie. My only complaints. No songs from Citizen Dick, although they did add Touch Me on Dick on the reissue. <laughs> yes, they did. Touch Me on Dick on the reissue, man. It's uh, Paul Westerberg's two contributions, Dyslexic Heart and Waiting for Somebody. They sound like the same song. I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know if you all- It's kind of like Emmett. Pearl Jam. It's kind of like Pearl Jam. Is that what yeah, you're saying? It's kind of like, like Pearl Jam. Like yeah. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Remember where the, the, the mother should have combined the song with Emmett Otter and his band song to make one good song to win the talent show. Those songs sound the same to me. Those are my only two complaints, but it is the 90s defining soundtrack of Generation X. I think it spills on over through the rest of the decade. I think a lot of people will kind of put it on the shelf because it was so early 90s. But what did you guys think about the soundtrack? Uh, okay, I got my biggest argument. I think on paper, it was the best soundtrack, but then you look, it was all like the B-side, C-side, D, goddamn throwaway <laughs> songs of the band. Chloe Dancer's not yeah, a but, throwaway but, song. I mean, besides Wood, besides Allison Chains' Wood, I mean the song, yeah. the song from from Soundgarden, and the song from uh, who else? I have it here. I mean, shit, dude. He's in a, a lot of. I mean, they, and then they had two songs from Pearl Jam on the album. I mean, fucking yes. one song is too many. We Plus know why. We know why there's two. The, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like besides Wood, all the other songs are like the B side, C side. Like they're, no. they're, they're the backup songs for each band. It's yeah, on paper, it looks good. Ooh, we have Alice in Chains. Ooh, we have Soundgarden. Smashing Pumpkins. Ooh, we have Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> like, oh, badass. What song is it? What fucking song is that? Drown. Exactly. You don't They're know. Like, well, we, couldn't we couldn't afford their big single, so we went with a song they were gonna throw away. They remember the these guys show. were they weren't famous yet, so they didn't have big singles. Well, that's I did, it doesn't. Well, that's that's the name of the fucking movie. They should have had a single. <laughs> here, here, I, I, here, I will say this: um, Seasons, Chris Cornell, amazing song. That is a awesome, awesome song. And that's the like the the highlight, the bright it's spot not, of this soundtrack. It's not. It's you, not. you don't like the seasons, but uh, Alice in Chains, Alice in Chains Wood is the highlight of this. I, I know, but we know seasons. that song. We know that song, and I'm not yeah. knocking again. I'm not knocking Alice in Chains at all. But to Sounds me, like you are, Joseph. it's it's Chris Cornell, man. It's that voice. It's and it's a great song. I I know, like uh, if you're if you're ranking if you're ranking Soundgarden songs, it's not in your top five. But it's not. It's. I it's Chris Cornell. It's Chris Cornell. No, yeah, but that's, that's not what I asked. Is it in your top five Soundgarden songs? 
but it's not, it's a, not Sound a Soundgarden song. song. <laughs> well, Chris Cornell is fucking in Soundgarden. Okay, let's go with Chris Cornell. But he has songs. solo albums. Top five? Is it in your top five? Is yeah. It in your top yeah, five it's in my top five. Fuck no, <laughs> Fuck no, you're full of crap. But this is this soundtrack. Um, you know, it, it's like it's like Randy said. Um, you know, there's a two Pearl Jam songs like we mentioned, obviously because he's in the movie. Great this songs. is a a a definite like um. You don't know these bands, but you should type soundtrack. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, and I'm and I'm not, you know, supporting. I'm not. I'm just giving my take. You, you know, a lot of we we know who Mother Love Bone is. We know who Mud Honey is. But you know, to the casual fan who only knows anything about grunge because of Nirvana, these are the 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 bands and the songs that were you know trying to you know get themselves out there while you were just listening to. You know Nirvana, so I, I understand the soundtrack, and I get I get the feel that they were trying to do with this. Like, let's put some, let's put together. There's a Smashing Pumpkin song on this. Uh, there's let's put these songs together uh, from bands that uh, you may not know, and like like Bob said, they they may be like a, a B side or something like that. They were uh, B sides. Well, I, <laughs> I didn't knock it. I'm just, I'm trying. I'm giving you my take on on like uh-huh. on this soundtrack, and I think they 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 did that, and I thought it, I thought it was cool. I thought it was a real cool concept to. Put but like, you know, some bands that you may not know, like that you should know, because if you're claiming like, oh, I love fucking grunge, I listen to Nirvana. Do you not know these bands? Go for it, Stephanie. You look like you got something yeah, to say. Go ahead. Yeah. So, done. <laughs> as someone who hadn't really seen the movie or heard the soundtrack and listening to it for the first time, I couldn't even find it on Spotify. I had to go into YouTube and listen and find it. Yeah, I didn't do that a few times. <laughs> I can kind of agree with Bob about the kind of B side. Like it did kind of feel a lot like a sort of the songs kind of felt very similar. I wasn't into grunge because I was a little bit too young myself. I was born 85. So I was like five or six when grunge came out. So I really didn't. My first like rock was Our Lady Peace Clumsy because my cousin was born in like 77 or something she was gen x so she introduced it to me so someone who's never heard it before it did kind of feel a lot sort of like a lot of the songs were kind of similar or like very like meh nonchalant like i don't know they just kind of there wasn't anything that really kind of stood out for me that i was like oh this is a song that like okay really caught my ear they just kind of all sort of just seem the same vibe but i understand that if it's a song like the generation of like where they are started because i think it was what 91 when this came out so that was really at the very kind of beginning 92 very beginning of kind of the grunge forefront i can see why it would have been very big at the time i think yes staying power lindy what do you think (laughs) i've never seen it so i don't know you didn't see matt dylan with his beautiful curly locks (laughs) what's that matt just matt dylan right matt dylan yeah matt dylan yeah came out 92 i was nine uh so Sorry. I think I think I was the same age. No shit, I was seven. It's, it's a be, great movie. I was born in '83, so. Uh, oh, over here. That's me in '85. Mm-hmm. I'm born. 85. I I keep meaning to see these movies, like singles and reality bites. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. I honestly, but I will watch. I will watch singles tomorrow because I actually have it with my Empire Records combo pack. There you go. Awesome. Check it out. I when will, you first I mentioned will. singles, I honestly thought it was I, swingers at first. And then I, I had to uh, look at it again. Swingers like, is another great fucking movie. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, so then I had to like, be like, wait, 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 no, I'm getting the confused. And I had to look up the soundtracks. I'm like, okay, so it yeah. wasn't that like, you know, swing soundtrack. It was more of the grunge soundtrack. Like, not to like get too, like, don't shame me too much. But I also like haven't Uh-oh. seen Say Anything or like St. Elmo's Fire. Uh, what? I've never seen those. St. Elmo's Fire is a good one. John Hughes classic because yeah, I, I haven't Hughes. seen all of them I I've seen like 
the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> I had more popular elder, ones, I guess I should say. I had a sister that was five years older than me, so I saw all the John Hughes movies. All of us forced well, to sit through. I I remember walking into the room when when my sister and her friends were watching Reality Bites. And it was probably just because she was with her friends, but she told me like, no, this movie's not appropriate for you. You need to leave. Because my sister's like four, four years older than me. They she, ran you out. Yeah. So she would have been like 13 when she was watching it. So <laughs> she would have been like, it's not appropriate. So I never watched it. Good movie. Didn't, 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 uh, didn't uh, change her mind though when we were, she was watching Scream when I was 11. <laughs> gave me Nightmare for three fucking weeks. <laughs> Scream was awesome. Scream never gave me nightmares. Freddy, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street gave me nightmares. Fuck yeah. Watch Candyman when you're five years old. Another awesome Candyman uh, was was pretty fucking cool. We had La Llorona uh, down here. No, what was it? Uh, was it uh, Bloody Mary? We were doing that. Bloody shit Mary. So, so we're good. We were prepared for Candyman. <laughs> we're fucking prepared. We had Bloody Mary. Same I'm looking at their lights, throw water in the glass, and say Bloody I'm, Mary three times. So looking at some more uh, of these like movies that came out, and and a lot of a lot of them didn't put like together any real soundtracks. But like, okay, so. Uh, ten years, I ten ten years, ten things I hate about ten you came years. out in in, in the nineties, yeah. right? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I was like ninety nine. I'm looking at because I I I, I, I was looking one. at you know movies to 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 talk about uh, aside from the pick, you know, the honorable mention type things. You know, a lot of these songs on this soundtrack, I can't say that I know. There's a lot of letters. There's two letters to Cleo. Mm-hmm. Um, ben. But you Ms. know what Cleo, I don't see? They used to give us yeah. the, the she could read your fortune, Miss Cleo. You know, but you know what? <laughs> Call me now for your free. Yes. yes. You know yeah, what I? I, I, I Josie. But you Josie know what I don't yeah, see? She's also Josie and the Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Another great yeah. soundtrack yeah. as well. Another so good. Yeah. That what I don't you. see on the ten things I hate about you soundtrack is uh is that song that we talked about uh in another pod uh our, we did uh music. Yeah, the semisonic song. Yeah, it's on there. Oh, there it is. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I yeah. see it now. Yeah. Slip. Pretty, pretty Young Things or something? PYT, Pretty Young Thing? <laughs> no, FNT. Oh, FNT. FNT. That's yeah. it. I knew it was letters. <laughs> That's a good song. Uh, there's like, there's like, um, you know, there's a lot Clueless of late night. Also yes. came out too. Sister Hazel. Clueless, yeah. yep. There's also like Drive Me Crazy and like Never Been Kissed, which were another kind of those like teen poppy movies and kind of popular Basically soundtracks. Basically any teen movie that came out in the late 90s, early 2000s. Save the Last I, Dance. I think oh, a lot I, of <laughs> didn't see that one. Didn't see. I that think one. like we oh, we had we had a lot of step uh, up movies were. We were step up. Yeah, we were able to talk about like uh, these movies and these great movies. I think, but like what you mentioned, like it only got better. Like you know, like I I talked about how I loved the Queen of the Dam soundtrack, which came out in the the earlier two thousands. So I think it. Do you think like we were just hitting the. This is the beginning of a, like a good soundtrack because, but we don't see that a lot nowadays, right? There's not really a lot of soundtracks released. I feel like 90s, movies. 2000s yeah, kind of became true. like the 2000, like maybe mid 2000s when streaming almost came out was sort of when the soundtracks maybe sort of not died off, but you didn't see as great of awesome ones as anymore. And I don't know if that was because of I, wanted to keep licensings more tight with the intro to streaming or something. Maybe I don't know, but yeah. I know y'all talked about uh, uh, Freddy versus Jason, that movie came out in what the early oh, 2000s? 2003. That, that had a soundtrack had as well. The outage. big power outage, it was supposed to come out. Outage. You guys might not have remembered it, but there was like All a big power Southern outage Ontario. In and most of like uh, most northern uh, US, New York. Like New York, York and Michigan, where all, all of it was out. Power was, that, was that what happened in Men in Black? Was that the power outage of 90s? <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. Right. Yeah, that's the one. 
I, was, I, I was the day it was I, we had special tickets to go see that movie and it was supposed to come out that day and we had to reschedule because obviously there was no power to me well, an, an, another another great uh soundtrack that i was into because of the you know the music for but and again but 2003 i mean it had like uh, hate breed and chimera and seven dust to me stone sour i know uh, those. lamb of god these are all like i know those <laughs> this is like these are all like you know this is a great soundtrack that i'm looking at now like you know typo negative and flames uh seether this is step not i mean i think they got better like that just they what when we when, like you mentioned the licensing and like hey there's money to be made and licensing your music for us for a movie and then putting that soundtrack together so they just got better. They did. What movie was that soundtrack from? This is Freddy versus Jason. Oh, is it? Oh, well, yeah. I watched that movie I, like four days ago. I think I think there's a huge recency bias because I think in the late '90s and early 2000s, when we had the the internet and, and Napster and everything, people started seeing real money in in having these uh because that's when you got like all these like compilation CDs coming out like now Time Life magazine yes and all this stuff. <laughs> And I think with soundtracks, we started viewing them the same. I think a lot of bands said, this is how we're going to sort of make our bones by getting on these on these movie soundtracks. And so you had a lot of like bands on the come up getting on these soundtracks. And that's why I think the late 90s, early 2000s, I think there's more of a, of a euphoric recall because in the early 90s, 80s, we had a lot of established bands making soundtracks. In the late 90s, early 2000s, we had a lot of new bands on the come up saying, okay, we have this great single. Can we put it in this movie and get recognized and sort of parlay that? We could, get it, on the, smart. We could get it on yeah. the internet. We could get it on Napster. We could get it downloaded. We could get it on Apple Music and all this stuff. So there was more money to be made once the internet came to, to be. True. Definitely. What are, your, what are your thoughts on scores for soundtracks? I, I love scores. We, we talked about it for in horror movies. If you have a great score, I mean, shit, like, it makes the movie. It makes the scene a lot of times, too. Yeah. Like, exactly. my my favorite score, like, and again, shame me if you will, I don't care, is Speed. That the speed. <laughs> score. Do, 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 do. Like, that, it still gives me goosebumps whenever <laughs> I watch it as they're, like, about to approach the gap in the in the highway. And, no, it's it's got to like, be Psycho. It's got to be Psycho. There's a movie called The Psycho. The Fountain. I don't know if it came out in 2006. It's got a pretty good score, like, but it's all. It all sounds like uh, I don't know. I'm. I'm I, I can get into like this really like uh, weird, like depressing cello type stuff. And so this I mean, is what that soundtrack you know, is. To, to, to your <laughs> you point, no jo- way. <laughs> to your to your point, Joseph uh, Trent Reznor uh, scoring the the Social Network. That I mean, was, that's, and that's, that's actually great. yes. You know? I've listened to that yeah. one, and it's actually really good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a great score. Movie. So is Dances with Wolves, Good. just to throw it out there. <laughs> Tatanka! Uh, what the fuck? Just love, Rob, you're in love um, with, with Brian Adams and Kevin Costner. That's what it is. I was just going to say Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great score. That's a good one, yeah. Wasn't Titanic not a score well, as well, Star except Wars. for My Heart Will Go On? Wasn't the rest of yeah. the soundtrack was, on the board? Was Rob, that song was, they couldn't afford any others they had to go with the score was right? Robert, they trick her into singing that stuff they trick I mean, her into singing that if you're gonna if you're gonna you go 90s if you're gonna go 90s score full-on trick just a moderate trick if you're gonna she talk came about in, what she did is she actually came in to go co- to go and do a sample of it and then because she just did what you hear on that actual cut is the first and only take she did of that song so yeah. she wasn't acting. She just did it so well that they were like, "Okay, you need." She to is the it. greatest singer in the world. I mean, ninety score. Danny Elfman like owns that oh, avenue because yeah. yes. he's got everything. Yeah. Everything Tim Burton. Everything, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Christmas, dude. you know. 
And that's because I'm not a big fan of Danny uh, Also, Elfman also the, the recently, the guy who did uh, Interstellar, like, I don't know if you've ever listened to the, what's his name? I'm gonna, uh, is it Han, no, is it not Han Hans Zimmer? Zimmer. It, yeah, Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Yeah. He's He's been doing some, some good it? stuff. He did stuff in the, in the 90s, too. much music. No, Moses Neimer. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> it sounds about the same. That's yeah. why I, I formed it in the question the way I did. Wasn't sure. Yeah, the 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 there's a he did oh, Rain Man, God. Lion King, Preacher's Wife, Prince of Egypt, which was a good soundtrack as well. Mariah great, Carey great and uh, Whitney Houston, Gladiator, Thin Red Line, Sherlock Holmes, Inception, Interstellar, Dunkirk. Yeah, he's got quite the resume here. Dunkirk yes. was a Dunkirk was a badass movie. Speaking of Mariah so, Carey, she should be coming out of her cave sometime soon. Right? Yes, yes. Like she's she's <laughs> flying <frosty>. right now. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> She's ready to make a five million dollar month. Five million dollars. Uh, what is he saying? All I want for Christmas is you. Like, yeah. here's, here's where my royalties come in, just at the yeah. right time. Sorry, <laughs> not when the property this... taxes are due. Christmas is my season. It's going crazy. It starts. Starts. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Tomorrow. Speaking of, I mean, in, it's Halloween. Halloween in in in. Oh, because they don't they don't have, have, have Thanksgiving mask? next month. We do. Have you all seen the mask? If it's like it's it's the the Halloween mask. Mike Myers mask with long hair, and it was like. Side by side picture with Mariah Carey, and they're like, "Oh shit, now I can't unsee it." Have you all seen that <laughs> meme? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit, yeah. you gotta I've see that it. meme. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. It's Mariah awesome. Carey, gosh. Speaking of, of scores, I think uh, the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack released like a volume two that was the score yeah. of the movie. Um, I didn't check it out because I, I knew you were talking about the, you know, the one. But <laughs> so, let me ask you guys uh, this: Why aren't like? soundtracks because when we went to 90s soundtracks where we we threw out all these they're not as big anymore i can't think of like a movie released within the past 10 years where i said i want it's all about scores now i don't guardians think of the galaxy Deadpool. guardians of the galaxy. galaxy she nailed it okay okay yeah. that was awesome that yeah. really that's the awesome. only one i could think of but it also again it's back to that like 80s compilation yeah. sort of cds and i see, think it's the same with deadpool 70s 60s 80s like yeah those that music yeah I think when the Stranger Something Things came out, they have that they have that score, that cool little '80s type of so, score, type of yeah. sound. I think yeah. a lot of people started doing the same thing. But yeah, uh, Gardens of the Galaxy definitely hit on a on a cool music note. I just remembered a pretty mm, soundtrack, Godzilla, the the one that came out in nineteen. 19- Puff yeah. Daddy, come <laughs> with me. You <laughs> fucking covered Led Zeppelin, and you're choosing this one. I, I, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's got it's got <laughs> heroes Page. by the Wallflowers. And Jimmy Page and, uh, was actually in the yeah, song. Yeah, so does the replacement. It's got a Foo Fighters song. It's got a Silver Chair song called Untitled. That's a good yeah, song. And they had what's his name? Uh, who was the name of the main character? Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. 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 Goddamn. Yeah. There's a terrible Green Day's Brain Stew is on it. Fuel, Rage Against the Machine, No Shelter. So good. Well, they had this to make is, up this for is a good Rogers soundtrack. The main I forgot about this movie. I'm willing to bet that the soundtrack was like far more successful than the movie ever was. Mm. Yes, I like yeah. that movie. Mm. Yeah, but I that's do. true. I do too. Because that's I don't true. Know, I just I don't know. Dude, I'm a huge Godzilla fan. So it was my I liked uh, I liked the, the shittiest one out of all of them. The, the, the crew like of the Frenchman. Godzilla movies. Yes, <laughs> yes, the black and white ones are the best. Dude, the nice. newest one was pretty cool too. The greatest thing. Oh, I think I bought that for Ryan's. Yes, dude. Yes. And oh, I have this one too. See, I have, I have my son has those, but he already took them out of the pack, and they're like in a pile of toys in his room. <laughs> oh, I've also got, and like, they happen to be on the ground, there. so I can step onto the tail. Oh, is that his best Legos? 
Yeah, no, Legos, Legos suck. And Legos are everywhere. Legos are the worst. Everywhere. When you're when, when you're when you're walking down the stairs and you step on a Lego on a stair, that's the worst. Oh. <laughs> you're putting all your body weight forward. It's yeah. the worst. Yeah. Oh, I did that as a kid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it sucks. It sucks. The Legos suck. Especially we have a we have a big carpet in the living room and it's like like thick. So you can't Egg. see it. You can't see it until you step on it. You're like, motherfucker. The yeah. unsuspecting Lego just sitting there screaming. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> And then, oh, do you, guys re- do you guys remember the Mission Impossible 2 soundtrack where it had Limp Bizkit and Metallica? Oh, gosh. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah, those we were awesome. Remember, but we those were downloaded. awesome songs, though. I those remember. were that Metallica song was awesome. They wrote that song for that album, for, for yes. that movie. Specifically yeah. for that movie. And it was a yeah. great, I love that song. I well, that, that dude, song the movie the was epic because Tom Cruise did all his stunts and all that crazy shit. It was way better than the first one. The first one, one too, yeah. So. I disappeared with Metallica, yeah. Yeah, I disappeared. Part two? Mission yeah. Impossible. Foo Fighters were on there. Are you doing yeah. too legit to quit? No, Mission, mission no. Impossible 2. <laughs> or was it part two or part three? I don't know. Fuck it. It was yeah. part two. It was part two. Right. Rob Zombie was on there. Yeah. Well, Rob Zombie. The Airhead soundtrack. The Airhead yeah. soundtrack. I didn't even mention the Airhead the soundtrack. The Rangers. The Lone Rangers. Two of you. Not exactly Lone. <laughs> exactly Johnny Lone. went out on a Tuesday night. <laughs> Adam Sandler, Steve Buscemi, and fucking Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Yes. yes. The treasure oh, that yeah. is Brendan Fraser now. <laughs> God, that was that was a good one. Yeah. What, what, was, what was the question? What was the trick question they asked him? Uh, Lemmy or God? Uh, uh, Lemmy, no, Lemmy is God. Lemmy is God. <laughs> Fucking oh, hilarious, dude. I love, I love Adam also, Sandler doing the robot when he's there. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking running back inside. The little Nikki soundtrack. Oh yeah, that's another little one Nikki. too. That's true. <laughs> Playing the devil and being in hell and having all you know the great heavy like hit of rock bands back from like the eighties and that. <laughs> awesome. And the awesome. Austin, yeah, this is a good one. Awesome Power was hilarious. Awesome Powers awesome was powers, cool. Had yeah. a lot of. Had right. a lot of old American woman and a bunch of old, like, you know, classic rock songs. Yeah. Madonna, Beyonce, yeah. and then the Ming T, which was like Mike Myers. Oh, yeah. like okay, tour. like, okay, let me just say this. Beyonce, okay, she's fine with me. I'm okay, whatever. But that, she she wasn't very good at in Foxy Gold Cleopatra. Yeah. yeah, she, she I, wasn't that good. was like, yeah, it yeah. wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. I think who's the original one? Um, she still looks great. What's her name? Elizabeth Hurley. Elizabeth, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah, oh, yeah, Fuck, yeah. dude, she's like sixty. Yeah. she's beautiful. Yeah, she, I don't. I, I, I didn't. I didn't understand that. 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 Why did she come out in the beginning of the second one if she wasn't going to come out? I mean, I don't know. That's just something funny. Because you could do well, a I mean, cameo <laughs> in like an hour or a day's worth versus like being on set for like two or three yeah. months. Well, plus like in, conflict. Whoa, 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 the in ghost, the, the ghost, the ghost. It was the, the dog. Sorry, okay. the dog came in and then he ran back out. And all the James, it's because it closed. She was just one of the Bond chicks. And then oh, I don't, I remember this. And again, it was one made solely for completely the movie Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh yeah, yeah. Soggy Bottom Boys and, and Soggy Bottom, yeah. With, and with George Clooney. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was Does kind of a movie, movie considered, musical. considered a musical. I don't know. What? Are... No, I don't think so. I think it's it's a. I mean, because they were guys who were singing. I don't That's think it's a musical. So they're a, a fucking barbershop quartet, or what? <laughs> yeah. Right? So I don't, okay. I don't know. It's like a semi-musical. Were they right. blowing in jugs? <laughs> yeah, there's that, so. You know what? There's that. There's weren't some, they? Weren't they? No, no, no. There, no, there's there's some actually really good songs off of that soundtrack. Yeah. There's a where that guy's playing a. I can't remember the name of the song, but he's playing it like in front of the campfire. I think it's like it's hard time, hard time, hard time, how to, hard time killing floor blues. Yeah, that I is a great so song. Yeah. Yeah, such an awesome. We're talking song. about Three Amigos, right? Like California Moon, <laughs> yeah. Shannon. Is that what we're talking about? Right? <laughs> Hard time killing floor blues. That's a great film. 
I didn't know any of these songs other than I am a man of constant sorrow, which they sang like seven times in the movie. <laughs> and know? it played so much. On, like, it actually became released at the time. So they played it yeah. so much on like much music and that. Yeah. Oh my God. You <laughs> literally, you couldn't, I couldn't leave much music on because it was on like maybe once an hour or all much more music or something. Like, much more music. Yeah. Another one good. that was on all the time was Coyote Ugly, Can't Fight the Moonlight, on Much More Music oh, as well, yeah. all the time. Yeah, Coyote Ugly was yeah. cool. Which Coyote Leanne Ugly. Rhymes did most of, a lot of the songs for that one, or all the ones that the girl sang. So yeah. she was another artist that was kind of contracted for it. You know what was another good soundtrack to me? Movie came out in 2006, I believe. Uh, the Black Snake Moan soundtrack. I don't know if you oh, ever Black saw Snake that movie. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's an interesting movie. But the you soundtrack is it awesome. It's because Christina Ricci's in it. Yes, exactly. It, right? That's why I saw it. She was in it. It's Christina uh, Black Snake Moan and Samuel Jackson. Yeah, the Black Keys are on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, actually, Samuel L. Jackson sings like two song, two or three yeah. songs. Really? And and oh no, 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 no. Sorry. Continue. Just like a bird without a feather. That was a great song. It's a song that he sings in the in the movie. And it comes out on the soundtrack. Uh, that would also be a great senior quote. It's a great, it's actually quote. an awesome scene. He's like, he's like pissed drunk. He used to be a musician and he goes home. He's drunk. He's singing about uh, his ex-wife that left him or something for his brother, I think. And uh, he gets the guitar and starts playing this song called Just Like a Bird Without a Feather. And he sings it and he plays it in, in the film. And it, it, it was awesome. Mm -hmm. And he passes out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> great. But that was another one that 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 too that blues you I know, love like those movies that like to have that blues soundtrack that really awesome oh yeah dude. you know I'm, I'm, from Texas, I'm looking at the top four highest grossing movie soundtracks right now Titanic's number four I Dirty knew they Dan were gonna be on that shit <laughs> Dirty, Dirty Dancing's number three okay guess what the top well, two are do you know what the oh. top two grossest highest grossing the bodyguard. Movies are? Bodyguard's number one, and number Fair two... Piece. The Bodyguard? Yes, number two is Saturday Night Fever. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> that would make sense. Hey, oh, you, you know, know what? what? Everybody looks Grease. good in a white suit, dude. Probably would have guessed Grease, too. You good, Lindy? Yeah. Travolta. I'm, I should be good. Grease, too? The worst one? No, reproduction. Grease also. I love also reproduction. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, Grease, too, with Michelle Pfeiffer? Pfeiffer again? <laughs> um, you've never, you've never seen that Key and Peele skit <laughs> where they're like, Let's both talking tonight. about the best Batman villain, and they're like, the Catwoman with Michelle, hey, Michelle hey, Pfeiffer. That is Rex Manning. <laughs> yes, yes. Rex That's Manning. true. He's a hell of a bowler. Manning. Yeah. <laughs> And he's married to Tabitha from Passions, which is also a Who's great that soundtrack. guy from Passions? Is that a soap opera? Not anymore, it but it was. was back in the day. It was, right? I knew yeah. it. Yeah. Timothy the Talking Doll. Now, I'm not sure about the whole entire soundtrack, but a couple songs that kind of just came, like, one song that came up was Teenage Dirtbag by Weedis, which is on the yeah. Loser soundtrack, which yeah. is kind the of loser, an yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the Charlie's Amy Angels. Yeah, you had uh, Independent Women, which was on the Charlie's yeah. Angels 2 soundtrack, right, which was a right. great song. Um, the from the Moulin Rouge soundtrack, the uh, Vous avez oh, yeah. couché yeah. avec moi yeah. with the collab, um, and then the Bodyguard, obviously the, the Bodyguard, Houston. yeah. And then the Robin Shrek's. Hood. Robin Hood probably had a pretty good soundtrack. Oh Robin yeah, Hood the Shrek, yeah. Yeah. Shrek movies. Yeah. And they can't forget the Shreks because they all had their own like Smash Mouth song. And then oh movie. yeah, goddamn <laughs> Smash. We Mouth. talked about that. We Smash I messaged Mouth. you about that. Yes, Smash Mouth is in everything. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> What did oh, I do? I, I did that guy. thing from uh, I sent I sent that thing from uh from the interview. We <laughs> same, different, but still same. <laughs> they're, they're all for all the Smash Mouth songs that come out in soundtracks. <laughs> can't get enough of you from Can't Hardly Wait, and you got yep. the I'm a believer. From, you know, uh, Mystery Men. They had one on there as well. All Star. 
was on Mystery, mystery Man. Man was yeah. a pretty yeah. cool yeah. fucking movie. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Pee Wee Herman came out in that one too. Paul Rubens. Yeah. Paul Rubens, yeah. yeah. And then there was, I don't know if you guys might have seen it, but the Pokemon, the original Pokemon movie soundtrack had this really very poppy soundtrack, but I loved it. As, again, we were teeny boppers. We loved it. And then the Crossroads soundtrack. From yes. Britney Spears. Oh, I thought and, you were talking about the Ralph Macchio movie. Crossroads. Oh, Ralph Macchio. Every time I type in yeah, Crossroads Steve, Ralph Macchio, they, they pop up Britney Spears. Steve Vai, did, yeah. Did that was a great battle with the devil at the end guitar yeah. scene. Was there an actual Crossroads soundtrack released or was there, it just her album? No, no, no. There was actually one that had a bunch of her songs on it, but they had some of the other ones as well. Pee-wee's Pee-wee Pee-wee Pee-wee. Which was another so, soundtrack. The only... Uh, score soundtrack i own well actually this one in beetlejuice and some other ones but i mean i had to have this one the breakfast machine i listen so, to that in the morning while i'm cooking <laughs> so it had not a girl not yet the a plastic woman. off joseph open your heart bye 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 i love rock and roll greatest day uh, oh, lit. so it had a mixture of stuff but it did have a few britney songs on it as well cypress hmm. hill apparently was on it Cypress Hill yep. was on everything. No yeah. shit. They had a right? lot of yeah, uh, a lot of drugs. A lot of drugs ran there. Is that what you meant? They were <laughs> yes. on everything. They were in <laughs> How High, like you know, they made yeah. the cameo. Yeah. How High was a fucking funny movie though. So good. good movie. So funny. Half baked. Half baked was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> too. Freaking Jim. That Rudy. was a, that was a really good movie. I saw that one in theaters. And then I was watching <laughs> it the other day. It was this really cheesy, like teeny movie. It was Get Over It with uh, Kristen Dunst, Mila Kunis, and Cisco. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh, I remember that yes. one. I remember, I remember that. at the very end, which was wasn't on the soundtrack either. Again, another case of it. They have vitamin C that was ben and Foster too. Yeah, vitamin C and Cisco do a remake of September, and mm. it was never on the oh, soundtrack, gosh. and you can't find it anywhere. And I remember back in the time, I loved it, and you know, you had to find the weird, awkward. So instead of cam versions, you sometimes had to hear like stupid audio recordings when you tried to download the MP3 back in the day, because someone would basically try to record it off of their TV. You know, this yeah. is how oh, we yeah. bootlegged in the day, That's the way it worked. We had to do yeah. it what we had. This is how we did it, kids. This is how we bootlegged yep. music back in the day. We used the resources that were available to us. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Technology was not there yet. Be glad you have your Spotify on your YouTubes nowadays. Mm. <laughs> you don't know how tough we had it. Up hills both ways and snow up to here. I don't know if you guys have heard those ones. Sorry. That snow, was that's Joseph right there. He loves that's, snow. That's um, our woes. Uh, snow is a four-letter word in Texas, don't you it, know? It, yeah. <laughs> like... Snow is not a good thing down there. Uh, Joseph oh, well. loves snow. I do. Me too. <laughs> well, we've got quite a few, quite a few months of it. Come on up Except anytime. I, <laughs> I missed the one fucking winter I was living in Alberta. Was the one fucking winter Ontario got that ten feet of fucking snow yeah. that I've been wanting, and I wasn't even here for it. Yeah. In the past, in the in the past like twenty five years, we've gotten maybe longer. The past fifty, we've gotten snow twice. Considering we had that like uh, Texas freeze that I'm sure you heard about, Last possibly. Year? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, us down here. Uh, well, Randy, did you get snow? Mental? Yeah, we got a lot. We got you a lot. Got, yeah. we, uh, we Bob got and I did. Wait, wait, wait. What is a lot? What uh, is a lot? A lot for us. A lot, <laughs> a lot, where a lot for I, Texas. Where, where I fell down several times walking down. Centimeters, <laughs> inches, feet. What are we talking? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Don't talk centimeters, Rand. Say inches. Say inches. <laughs> How many inches? This is very <laughs> good. Say inches. It was, it was probably. Tell us when to stop. Tell us when to stop. Right there. Right there. That's good. That's good. Yeah. 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 Never admit. Maybe like that's not even enough snow to play in. It was enough to play in, yes. No, it wasn't. 
I just remember Coming it was like Canada. it was so cold, but Coming but we didn't get snow. Canada, you'll see some. Yeah, and snow. apparently, like you're because you guys have hydro rates of like four dollars a month or something like that, ridiculous. And then some people were having like I saw they had they would have hydro rates that spiked up to like sixteen thousand dollars or something. That means oh, electricity. Shit. Yeah, electricity, guys. Electricity. Sorry. For those of you who don't speak Canadian because of Robin Shabotsky. Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot Shibotsky. that. Let's go to the mall. Come on. Do you guys know what a garburator is? A garburator. It's a garbage disposal. Yes, it is. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I, I watched How I Met Your cool. Mother. I was like, is that a cheap <laughs> knockoff of the Terminator? I'm, I'm totally going to make that a shirt because I, I have a cricket and I can make my own shirts or whatever. And I'm totally going to make that a shirt that says everything uh, I know about Canada I learned from Robin Shabatsky. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I will make that shirt for you and set it down. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I just know from Funny. you, I can't, you uh, can't do that on television. That's like my whole Canadian <laughs> oh, yeah. background. Robin Jabotsky, dude, how I met your mother. Degrassi? You didn't have no Degrassi. Degrassi. I, I watched Degrassi, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I love Drake. Yes. <laughs> he got shot. Drake. Yeah, he's a <laughs> <laughs> I'm just we don't, we don't, I'm just, no, I'm just messing with you. Show I'm sorry. I'm just messing with you. You've got down a level. Soundtracks. So, so I actually was going down. So we had like Adam's family, speaking of the Halloween, Adam's family, they had the Adam's group with the MC Hammer, the Crypt Jam with Tales from the Crypt, and then the Ninja Rap, which was from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by yes, Vanilla the Ice. Ninja Vanilla Ice. Yes, so yes. we definitely like in the early 90s had a big like kind of hip hop with these kind yeah, of movies. Yeah, it, it definitely was. Well, after after Vanilla Ice did I Love You, like in our last pod, <laughs> he, oh my he God. had to do it. Do, do, do it, Bob. Ninja do the part. Turtles. Do the part. I love you. there it is. <laughs> we did that. Oh shit. That stupid oh, video. So I haven't funny. watched it since then because of that. Go back. So Those of you out there, if you don't know what that is, go back and check out our, our best worst 90s music video. Worst 90s music video. We yeah. talked about that one. And do yourself a favor. Don't watch vanilla ice as I love you. <laughs> don't do it. End of the list, but we do have our millennial jeopardy as well. Okay, Ooh, let's do it. Let's do okay. it. Okay. All right. So has to be answered in the form of a question because Lindy screwed up on this last time. Okay. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> okay. So, question one. I don't know if you're going to do like a ding ding. I don't know. Was How do we, do, we, do we raise our hand? hand I up. guess we'll do the you hand go, up. You and go, then pop, pop, pop. Steph can judge. Steph can judge, I guess. So, number one, and I'm hoping to see everyone fast enough. So, this song, written by a Tennessee native, was supposed to be covered by Elvis, but he would own the half of the rights, and we may never have had this Whitney Houston ballad. Bob. All right. <laughs> Fuck no. Dolly was, Parton. Is it Dolly Parton? A, what's the song? Yes. You have to answer correctly. <laughs> and in the form of a question, actually. So technically, <laughs> the next one would be random. Who Go is ahead, Dolly Parton? No, that's no, not it's a song. I'm going to raise a song. Who is, what, is, what is I Will Always Love You? No, no, no. no. You, you, you get passed up. You get passed up. Lindy. What is I Will Always Love You? All right, there we go. How, how was I wrong? You said the artist. You, you were supposed to say it was a song. Okay. Oh, yeah. We fucked up. We fucked Listen. up. I had it. I said Dolly Parton. I had it. I... Okay. So next one. Um, hold originally hold on. written in 1987 as an embarrassing experiment and later recorded in 1995. This song was the second but biggest single on this soundtrack behind Hold Me, Throw Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. Lindy? What is Batman Forever? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, see, I, I had it. I didn't know if you were talking about the song said, or the album. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's YouTube's best song, by the way. It is. Uh, and I guess, no, yeah, when I was reading no. through about that song, he's like, he didn't even want to record. He was like, it was a song I did. Like, I, I wrote it back in like the 80s and it was just an embarrassing experiment no. and then eventually recorded it later. 
Randy, Randy wants to hear the Ross and Rachel song. What is that? With or without, uh, you? With or without you. Yeah, uh, one of the favorites. Uh, yes. <laughs> lower your hand, Bob. I always think of that scene I when I hear not. that. I'm, I'm ahead of the <laughs> How do you lower your hand? Okay. I, don't know. I think it just goes away. Lower okay, I got you. I, I got, so we I got, got two more questions. So while recording her certified diamond soundtrack ballad, this Canadian chanteuse was in a horrible mood and kept thinking, sing the song, then get the heck out of here. <laughs> she already got it. <laughs> Lindy? It was Celine Dion. <laughs> it was Celine Dion. I'm glad I didn't yeah, answer that question correctly. Getty, Getty Lee from Rush. <laughs> okay, and then the last one. I don't know how anyone knows. Okay, so you two oh, and Celine Dion were some of the early. Her. Yeah, there we go. yeah, okay. Yeah. So you two and Celine Dion were some of the early contenders to sing this rock ballad from the highest grossing movie of 1998. Ooh, you two and who? Celine Dion. Oh. Highest grossing movie. Repeat the question. Uh, so you two and Celine Dion were some of the early contenders to sing this rock ballad Joseph from Googling the highest grossing movie of 1998. You can see the reflection in your glasses. Yeah, I can see. You can see the Google. <laughs> He's trying to look away. He's trying to look away and Google. Tip your head Use your down. Tip, tip your head so you don't see the reflection. Uh, chi China, China. Be a better 19... cheater. Rock ballad of 98. Not rock ballad of 98. Oh, oh, um. I don't know. What the fuck is it called? I'm not very good at it because I don't have the answer. <laughs> <laughs> 98, a movie in 98. Oh! oh. Um, like, is that a surprise? Don't act surprised. You know, you <laughs> tell us the answer. I, uh, Why didn't they? I, 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 I don't want to fall asleep, <laughs> but yeah. I'm in. Oh, so there's Rico. Yeah. I got my hand raised. <laughs> <laughs> That's Armageddon Aerosmith, baby. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yes. yes. So apparently, yeah, you two and Celine Dion were some of the early ones, but obviously, Wait. Celine Dion had just come off of Titanic and didn't want to. And really? Yeah. So wow, that would not have worked. Right? right? I don't want that... to miss a thing. And then one of, obviously, one of my best the... friends sank that to his girlfriend while I slept over at his house. It was very awesome. <laughs> that would be. He was really singing it to him. He just pretended yeah. he was on the phone. Yeah. I was pretending I was asleep just in case. Just in case. <laughs> oh, I, I don't think that that song wouldn't have worked. No. And then obviously when Liv Tyler yeah. was cast in it, they asked, you know, if Steven Tyler who, would yeah. who, who did they, does, Who wrote it? Do you know? Yeah, it was uh, oh. Carol... Oh, what's her Baskins? name? No, not Carol Baskins. <laughs> Carol ba <laughs> fucking Carol Baskins. Bitch, have Carol Baskins. Have you guys seen the trailer for part two? Yeah, yes, I keep telling Joseph to watch it. He hasn't watched it yet. Let me like go watch it after this. Too. The only good thing that came out of Wait, 2020 was sorry, fucking Carol have, Baskins. Have one of you guys not seen Tiger King? Joseph, I told I, I you, watched, I, I watched, watched, watched. Watched. fucking do Carol Baskins. <laughs> fucking it, Carol Baskins. Diane Warren, by the way. Diane Warren. Okay. Yeah. Oh Lane. yeah, that that not, not that bitch Carol Baskin. Not that bitch Carol Baskin. Joseph, how do you know what? This is totally good. never gonna finesse. Who's that bitch Diane Warren? <laughs> wow, that, that's actually you know what? That's a real cool uh, piece of music history. I didn't know that, and that song. I don't think that would have worked. I don't. No. I don't hear it. I can't hear. And this is because she's the greatest singer in the world. And you, but, too, you know, it you just... two was up. You two was up for it too. You said. Yeah, that's, that's oh, what I was saying. Bono would have stretched the shit out of that. No, yeah. no, he would have. <laughs> He'd have been like he does his leather pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It had okay. I, I can see yeah. that. Yeah. So they got Liv Tyler and of course have Steven Tyler do it with their own. It's a beautiful yeah. song, yeah. beautiful music video. Right. Mm -hmm. 
great fucking movie and i guess he had uh, he broken his leg or something like that so if you watch the movie music video he's actually like sitting down the whole entire time <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know well the uh, well like i said it all it takes is bruce willis to save the fucking world bruce willis baby yeah like okay sit down ben affleck bruce willis got this shit okay you, you had a good try Ben affleck but sorry yeah. sit the fuck down bro you can try ben, batman later on yeah maybe you can here. save the world dare he not do more to not let bruce willis fucking sacrifice himself i know geez what a jerk fucking ben affleck like come on <laughs> but you're the bomb like, and phantoms yo. you're you're no fucking john mccain <laughs> yeah he was the bomb and phantoms yo. yes that's yes. a great fucking quote yes yeah. James another Sullivan. movie i only yeah. watched because the movie we went to see was sold out no 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 <laughs> no you and me went to go see it on the first day of school on grade 11 no it didn't yes we did did we yes no. we did yeah we I had to go back recall. to your house and you had to change your shoes. And when we went to Conestoga Mall and we saw it at Galaxy Cinemas, it was the first day of school. All right, yeah, we'll go with that. It's very specific. It must right. have happened. Grade 11. Right. Yep. It's the bullshits of the details, right? So Yes. Just like y'all heard Love Fool by the Cardigans on the way over there. You just don't remember like Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> Holding hands, softly touching, sharing a moment. I don't remember that. I don't. You don't remember? <laughs> You're like, hey, yeah, let it play. It's a pretty cool song. I was like, okay, let's let it play. All right. Um, yeah, so I think I that's, that's almost time. most of our uh, soundtracks, unless you guys have any kind of final notes on soundtracks or any last ones you might have forgotten. I think they're uh, just like the last era of like legal burning CDs. Because mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I don't know anybody that burns CDs anymore. I don't. Uh, you know, we all have our, our, our playlists on Spotify or, or Amazon or, or whatever it be that you do. Uh, so I don't know. It was cool because like like how we talked about how the soundtracks were more of the of the 90s and the and the early 2000s thing, you know, where movies were actually doing this to, like you mentioned, make make money off of not only the movie, but let's make movie off of the music that, uh, you know, we were able to use in the movie, hopefully get some of that back because you obviously got to, you know, pay the, the music, the artists. So. Yeah, it's 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 a trip like that last little uh, time in our lives where we 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 were buying uh, legal mixed CDs. I guess it's 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 kind of cool. <laughs> I, I like the transition, but like seeing all the scary movies recently because it's October. All the scores and the original like horror movies were amazing, and they like fit the movies perfectly. And I think as it evolved, I think it became real commercial. Like you said, Joseph, like let's just make we'll make money off the fucking soundtrack as well as the movie, and we can get all these popular bands and kind of bring in their singles and all that good stuff but i love the scores from the old alfred hitchcock movies the psycho movies the vincent price movies i think they fit they fit those movies perfectly i feel like you almost appreciate them a little bit more now watching them going back to the movies and sure. like, wow okay these really do fit like at the time you're like okay yeah these are cool soundtracks but now you're like okay this person really chose well and did like really good with like choosing this to fit with the movies and things yeah, I agree. Real quick, uh, is there a song that you heard like on a soundtrack from a band or somebody that you they weren't like like big or huge? Yes. And afterwards they, you know, because maybe of that appearance in the movie or whatnot, they blew up. Yeah, it was Berserker and uh Clerks. Yeah. <laughs> hush, hush Hush by Kula Shake. On the- <laughs> uh no I, I can't think of any like uh, there's a like that the, you know i don't know if you've ever seen that movie something's got to give with jack nicholson and uh mm-hmm. uh something's got to give helen hunt no 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 i'm sorry no the the one with uh i didn't see anything just your tits yeah it was uh it was uh <laughs> diane keaton diane keaton yeah diane keaton yeah. i love that movie oh, something's gotta awesome give. dude uh no, that's not remember. something that's not something's gotta give. no that one's uh 
<sighs> What's the name of that movie? Reg- yeah. Regardless of that movie, but there, I remember is that movie no, as came good out. As it gets. Well, I think that, that is something. That is yeah, something. That's something's gotta give. As good as it yeah. gets is the one with Helen Hunt. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So something's gotta give. I remember watching when you watch that movie. Sunday morning by Maroon Five comes out in a scene. This is before anybody even knew that fucking song. Maroon Five hadn't even put that out as a single. They did uh, "Breathe Harder yeah. to Breathe" before anything else, and that song comes out in that movie. And uh, that's what's. It's cool. It's interesting. I mean, they ended up being, you know, Maroon Five, the you know the huge band that they were. But that song, no, I mean, they didn't really have a following. Nobody knew who they were. So it was kind of cool. I remember when I I, I saw it because I saw the movie again and I saw what time it came out and it was like this is way before this song got released as a single. It's kind of crazy. Actually, in Coyote Ugly, now that you say that or remember that, if you go, there's one part where I think the guy is at the bar or whatever. And in the background, there's a guy called Andrew, whatever. And he's singing wherever you will go, which turns out to be later. In, like, cause that was like 97, 98, that movie, 2000, 2001, the callings, wherever you will go turned into that song. And in it, he was just singing it very acoustically in the background, not much to it. And wow. then a few years later, it actually became a single with the band, the calling. Well, uh, Jeff Healy band in uh, Roadhouse. Uh, they Angelus? they didn't know who Roadhouse. they were. Roadhouse. <laughs> yes. That's my one of my family's favorite movies. You watch it all the time. And my dad actually knew Jeff Healy. Oh yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, they became they became big after that. Yeah. Well, yeah. for for a while, right? Yeah. And they passed. So I don't know. I can't think of any. I'm sure we'll think about them when we're done. I'm sure I will come up with one. Like I'll be well, trying to go to sleep or something, and I'll be like, "Fuck, I should have said that." I forgot. Yes, that. exactly. That's the way it works usually. Oh, this is gonna be way before your time, but John Cafferty and, and the Beaver Brown Band sang all the Eddie and the Cruisers uh, soundtrack, and they became big off the Eddie and the Cruisers songs for a while. So, ask your yep. parents about it. That is <laughs> Eddie and the Cruisers. Eddie. <laughs> yes, Eddie and the Cruisers on the dark side. Come on. I mean, I like old music, but I don't think I've ever heard of that. I don't think it's, no? Yeah. You've never seen Eddie and the Cruisers? You got to check it out. So. Yeah. Watch Good Will Hunting first. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Do that. <laughs> Sounds good. Great movie. I think on that, yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's basically our, guess, well, it turned out to be more than 90s yeah. episode, but just soundtracks of the millennium, right. I yeah. guess. Kind of yeah. more so what we kind of touched on. Um, Plus Eddie and the Cruisers. Yes. <laughs> Eddie and the fucking cruiser. God damn it. I'm just going to think of Love Fool, a romantic episode in a car, and then Touch Eddie and the cruisers. Well, thank you so much, guys, for uh, spending yes. your time with us. Our yes. pleasure. Yes. Thanks for joining us again. This is so um, fun. I'm sure we'll do it again. I know you boys said you liked uh, Britney Spears, so we want to do a Crossroads episode, maybe? Yeah. 20th anniversary is coming up. Oh, only if it's both thugs in harmony, not both. <laughs> Crossroads. Which, that video, music video, one of my favorites of the 90s. So good. <laughs> awesome song. Yes. Hell yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, thank we you had again, a lot of fun. guys. We had a lot of fun. Yes, enjoy it. And if you guys oh, haven't dear. checked them out, uh, Formidable Opponents podcast. Uh, I believe you can find them basically anywhere. I I find you guys on Spotify. Yeah. Do it, Randall. Yeah, 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 do it, Randall. Just yeah, check us out on Spotify, Apple. Please rate us, review us, check us out. We we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just it's not Facebook. It's Meta now, sir. Meta now. We're on Meta. It worked for Ron Artest, right? Sorry, Mark. It's going to be Facebook. And, it, and if for some reason you haven't uh, checked out our worst 90s music video with these ladies, uh, go do so. It was a lot of fun. It's the reason why we're doing this again. And uh, we're hopefully going to do 
That food oh, one sounded yeah. interesting. Something, yeah, something along the lines. Cool. We got to do a comparative one and just laugh at the the subtle differences and why we have different names. American? You know, yes. so, just like something it. like because that 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 just tripped me out. Why we're going to Canada for French fries and gravy, sir? We could even do like a small little exchange too. Send a few little gifts your way, or like a few little foodie things your way to try. Can we food send you Kinder like... Kinder eggs? Can we send you Kinder eggs? Or are you not allowed? Have you can send us Kinder eggs. We'll send you Bueno. Well, I guess that's our show. Um, thanks again, guys, for joining us uh, this week. Um, you can find us um, on all of the socials, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Turn of the Millennials Pod. Find us on Spotify, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, all of those fun places wherever you find it. And you can just find us on our website at millennialspod.com. Yep. You can listen to our website there. And my sister has actually started doing some blog posts. So check them out and, you know, head to our website. we got fun stuff going on. And anything you guys we need do. to final say? No, we had a, had, had a great time. Had, had a great, great time. time. Please listen to us. We'll make sure to promote you guys yes, too. Yes, listen to them. Yes, but they're yes, hilarious. Listen to us. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. It's the alcohol. It's the alcohol. Yes. It's alcohol. <laughs> Always a alcohol. lot of fun. So much fun. So much fun with you. We love Thanks, doing guys. This. We had Thank fun you. with you guys as well. Thanks, Thanks so again. Much. Awesome. And we will see you later. Y'all have a good one. Bye. 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 Have a good night. Okay. I'll take care. Have a good night. Talk to you soon. Fucking Astros lost. God damn it. Okay. All right. All right. Take care. Bye. See you later, guys. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you liked it, be sure to check out our previous episodes on our website at www.millennialspod.com. And also, you can check them out on Spotify, Anchor, Google, or Apple Podcasts. While you're there, hit the follow and subscribe button so you can stay up to date on all of our latest episodes. Also, you can follow us on all of the socials, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at Turn of the Millennials Pod, and like us on Facebook to leave a comment and a review. We greatly appreciate it. We will see you next episode.